anybody else wants to come with me, this moment will be the moment of something real and fun and inspiring. We will do it together. Hello and welcome to Cruising Together, a show that is real and fun and inspiring. And we will do it together. Whew, okay, let's take a breath already. Like that's it's <laughs> it has been a long been a long hey, been a long hey, been a long time. It's been a minute. It's been a minute since we, so it's been a minute since we've done this to begin with. It's been almost a calendar year since you and I have recorded for this show at all. Wow. But it has been, I wrote it down. The last time we did an actual non-special version episode was Mission Impossible Fallout. And that came out in September of 2018. That's four years. It's four years. The last wow. time we recorded was in July 2021 was that was that the cruising for real or was that the that pre-cap was for real no that was cruising for real pre-cap was december 2020 uh and the last time we did an episode couched in a special version episode was december 2019 that was the young guns uh bonanza young guns but we're back baby we're back and we're so, back because and so is Tom Cruise. And that's right. We're back because Tom Cruise is back. And we'll get into the specifics of that in a minute. Okay. I feel like we could, we could, (laughs) I could, I could be like Dave Matthews over here with so much to say, but we've got a guest in the, wait for it, wings. (laughs) See, wings. Yeah. We have a guest in the wings and this is, let's, let's really build this up. Let's get some runway going. Runway. Let's really build this up. So this is a guest who, from the very beginning, was always a guy like, should we get him on? I got, well, for, Chris, I, should we call him? Should, should we get him on? That's true. From day one, he was on the list. From day one. He was on the short and list. you would say what? And you would say what? I would say what? Yeah. You want, you want me to tell you what I would say? Back in the day when I was Back say, in the day, I would we, say, we should get this guy, but he'll, he, I don't think he'll do it. Right. I don't think he'll do it. You said that a, a number of times. I don't think he'll do it. I said, all right. But he's a guy we, we should ask him if he wants to. Okay. So then at some point. The pandemic hits. The pan- no, the pandemic hits. Before the pandemic hits, my man. Hold on. All right. I'm, I'm talking about runway, bro. Okay. I'm so sorry. Prior to pandemic. I'm used to a short I'm used to a short runway, like an aircraft well, carrier length. Sure. Or a destroyed runway or, or a destroyed runway that's very short yeah or a destroyed runway that i mean that's a short runway spoiler alert if it's destroyed yeah how much shorter can you be than destroyed well i'm saying that a destroyed runway is maybe the shortest of all the runways from what i've witnessed in my life all the runway experience i've had leads me to agree with that statement all right so then, then pre-pandemic, we actually reached out for this guest's son to be a guest on the show. Correct. Remember that? I thought he would do it. I thought his son would do happen. it. that didn't happen. Yeah. Yeah. But that didn't happen. I can't remember exactly why. 
I think uh, I think he couldn't do it. <laughs> there you go. That's a reason. <laughs> so then, the pandemic hit. Take it away, Chris. The pandemic hit, and suddenly, our guest. Oh wait, wait. And for every and for everybody listening, possibly in the far future, we're talking about the COVID nineteen pandemic. <laughs> not one of the many others that is likely. Yeah, not the the future pandemics to come. <laughs> That forced you into an underground bunker, that's right, and left you, and left you like, oh, now we're listening to this, I guess. Right. Yeah. All right. So the pandemic hits. Take it away, Chris. Uh, and our guest, with uh, extra time on his hands, as many of us had, starts listening to the podcast for the first time. Yeah. Falls in love with it. Who asks, doesn't? "Hey, when can I be on?" Yeah. Yeah. And then and it's like, well, we're waiting for this movie, Top Gun Maverick, to come out. But then I propose, well, what if we did a special version episode? In an area of your own expertise, you could come on and we could discuss something specific about Tom Cruise. Yeah. And we all agreed to do that. And then I'm gonna take the I'm gonna take the blame. I dropped the ball. I just never planned it. You dropped the ball. So I dropped the ball, but we're going to get into it when we start, when we introduce him and we, we, cause there's, there's a reason to discuss it in this movie. But by the way, just, just real quick. Yeah. Uh, this is audio only, right? Yes. Okay. But we can see each other on screen. Correct. I just want to say, recording the audio. I just want to say, looking at our guest makes me think he was under the impression we're going to be re- recorded video as well. Cause no. he, he looks fantastic. <laughs> He do- okay, so I'm going to say, looking at our guest, he does look fantastic. He even but he he's even gestured. He's gestured to the crowd. What he's done that is, only the is two of us can us. see. Yeah. That's for us. Yeah. yeah. Well, I appreciate that's, it. That's a gift. That's our per diem. You know what? You know what? You know what I can say about this guest? He always gives 110. percent All right. So here's here's the story with this guest. This guest <laughs> is a is a good dude that Chris has known. How long have you known this guest in your life? Longer than it has been since the last Top Gun movie. <laughs> so over 36 years. Yes. 36 plus years. I have known this guest. People listening might know this guest in his alter ego, Billy Demon. Right? That's right. People, people who listen to this and, and are aware that we are, Greg and I are cartoonists. And that I am, and have read your work, and that I am the author of the G-Man graphic novel series. Might be familiar with a character that goes by the name of Billy Demon. Billy Demon has yes. been inspired by this guest that we are about to introduce, but have not yet introduced, but That's are right. about to. Now, what else can we say about this? This guest is a master of physical fitness and education and training. He's, I mean, he, I don't even, he might have be beyond master. I don't know if uh, there's other well, letters. What he is, it. is I would say he's next level training <laughs> is how I would describe him. Uh, he is next level training. Yeah. Like he is at next level. Tra- he's call sign next level training. He is called. Well, hold on. We're going to get to call signs in a second too. <laughs> so Chris, since you have known this gentleman for as long as you have, I'm going to hand the, uh, Whatever, however you, whatever the stick is in a plane, I'm going to hand that to you. Introduce our guest, please. Ladies and gentlemen, my very close friend, 
for as long as I have had a consciousness. <laughs> we've been th- we've been through it all together. We've been to hell and back. We soared with the eagles. We slithered with the snakes. And we've been everywhere in between. Every step of this journey you call life. I've always been able to depend on this guy to be my wingman or vice versa. <laughs> Ladies and gentlemen, Mike Marisigan. Nice. Mike, welcome thank to the show. Welcome, Mike. Well, thank, thank you for you cruising so with much. us. Yeah, that was the best introduction I've ever had in my entire life. So I really appreciate it. Well, that. you know, we took up all the runway. <laughs> hey, you know what? It's actually, you know what it is? It's a cratered runway. That's what it is. That's You're right. <laughs> yeah, it is a cratered we're... runway. <laughs> so. But that's that's much further down the line. Yeah, yeah. But I do appreciate. What, what is life if not a cratered runway? <laughs> now, Mike. Oh, awesome. Yeah. Of the episodes you've listened to so far, of Cruising Together specifically, not of okay. all the things you could have ever listened to, but of Cruising Together, as a, as a recent uh, convert, do you have any favorites? Could be one singular favorite. Could be multiple favorites. Of the ones that I've listened to, uh, the one that stick out, or one of the ones that sticks out, is the uh, the one about the firm. Oh, and uh, that was entertaining. I got some good insight from your guest, who I can't remember who it was, but it was my, my cousin Joey. Yeah, yeah. And um, it's probably because also I have not seen a lot of Tom, like all of the Tom Cruise movies that have been made. So I went to ones that I there's so many seen. Yeah, there's yeah. 44 <laughs> of them. Yeah, it's hard to watch yeah, them all uh, unless yeah. you're a professional. So it's, it takes yeah, years. So I'm going to have to take more time and, and listen to them all, of course. But I, I like the one uh, with the firm. All so. right. Which which brings up what would have been our special version episode was going to be called The Form. Yeah. It would have been special yeah. version episode whatever, The Form. And we were going to mm-hmm. discuss Tom Cruise's running form from the perspective of a next level trainer. <laughs> Yes, which, and which is you. in the movie, I don't know if I'm jumping the gun here, but I, I know that in two instances in Maverick, in Top Gun 2, there's two instances in which he sprints. I clocked two instances of running as well, <laughs> so we will absolutely Agreed. get to those. Yeah, yeah. So we should have made this more a little bit more clear. Mike is a, is a certified personal trainer. <laughs> Did we not make that clear? He is a fitness expert, and uh, and that I don't know. Did I, I thought that was part of our runway? Yeah. Okay. Well, it we said little, next level yeah. training a bunch of times. Like I feel like we implied it, but we didn't outright state it. He's a professional trainer <laughs> of physical activity. Is that? That's accurate. Yeah. All right. <laughs> I'll take that. Thank you. Normally, Thank you. So, normally, right. normally, Mike, I'm I'm the fitness expert. But I'm I'm gonna I'm gonna step aside, and let and let you take the reins when it comes to the the fitness right. report. All right, for this right. particular movie sounds good. But don't worry, Chris is still our resident science expert. So if any science <laughs> things come up, we know to turn to Chris for that. All right. Yeah. All right. 
So everybody knows what movie we're talking about today, but let's take people through another runway of, of how we got to this point. So the movie is Top Gun colon Maverick. That's how they say colon in England. They say colon. Colon? Yeah. Okay. We, have, we have a lot of listeners Top- in uh, England. I mean, we have one, at least in in the British Isles. That's right. We got one. All right. So here's what we know. The movie was supposed to come out July 12th, 2019. On July 7th, 2018, there was a special version episode called Instagram Episode 1. Where Chris, you, and cousin Mike discussed an Instagram post that marked day one of shooting. Right. That was 2018, June of 2018. So today, just so everybody knows, for all this timeline nonsense, today is June 20th, 2022, as we're, as we're recording this. This will not come out for a, a minute. Just factor this and, timeline and- in to when you criticize something any aspects of what's happening in this movie on a certain president. <laughs> I'm just saying, wow, that's not where I was going, but okay. No, no, I'm just saying, you know, Hey, I'm sorry to get political. Some people like to get political. And I say, you look at the timeline. I'm, that's all I'm going to say. All right. So there's a special version episode in Tom Graham in June of 2018. The movie's supposed to come out in July of 2019. It does not come out then because they have to reshoot some stuff some of the effects some of the stunts are pretty complicated so they push the date you almost said effects i did almost say effects and we know there's no effects there's there not w- even dos effects <laughs> <laughs> there's no effects we want dos effects we all want dos effects i mean we want effects and we want the dos effects yeah <laughs> we got none of those things well, we don't want effects, but we do want DOS effects in this particular case. Right, but in the song, yeah, they do want effects. Well, in the song, want, in the song it's understood that effects is short for DOS effects. <laughs> is it? Uh, is it? It is in the I song. I thought they just wanted effects. Yeah, we want effects. I thought they want effects, some DOS effects. And then effects. also they want the DOS effects. We want effects. Oh, yeah. We yeah. want effects, comma, some <laughs> DOS effects. Like that's that's kind of like explaining oh it's is it some expanding. dos effects that's the next line yes i think it is the next okay. line yeah. yeah all right asked and answered your honor <laughs> all right then the movie's pushed because of new some reshoots it's supposed to come out in june of 2020 they shot the whole movie but they had to rewrite it and shoot it again i don't know about that but they just had to extend the timeline so they, they push it to right. june 2020 you don't know about that because I just made it up. Then a little something called COVID-19 arrives on our collective doorsteps. It's get pushed again to 12-23-2020. Meanwhile, in August 2019, another episode of Instagram comes out where you guys discuss the trailer to the movie. How much of this do you remember, Chris? I didn't know we did two of those. 
thought we just did the one about the Instagram post. Not only did you do two of them, so let me let me just explain. I listened to every Top Gun related podcast we've done to bring me up to speed on all our Top Gun conversations. In both of those Instagram episodes, the Michael Jackson song Man in the Mirror comes up. <laughs> and at one point in the first episode, Mike quotes Man in the Mirror. Mike, my cousin Mike, not Mike Marisigan. Quotes Man in the Mirror. You say, how'd that feel? Feel real good? And you got nothing from him, but it makes me laugh every time I hear it. Okay. All right. This is now very boring, this entire timeline thing. We're reminiscing so the short on, version is, on podcasts past. The short version is December 20th. December 2020, you and I, Chris, released an episode with our predictions of what this movie would be. Right. The movie the, the got famous, pushed and pushed. The famous, and finally came the famous out. pre-cap battle. The famous pre-cap battle. And the, and the thing was, the movie would determine which one of us was right. Mike, did you listen to these pre-caps? I did not. Okay. I did not. Chris, when was the last time you thought about these pre-caps? Uh, July of 2021? Today, I'd say. Oh, <laughs> earlier today. Did you listen to them by any chance? I listened I listened to mine. Well, I kind of I kind of held my my uh studio <laughs> pal hostage and made forced him to listen to my prediction after he watched it to ask him like is this what happened? Is this how it went? And and I'm and all I could think was like, man, I was really slow. <laughs> like I I, okay. I could have sped that thing up. Well, I re-listened to both of the precaps today and i'm gonna say i remember collectively of yours. i'm gonna say collectively you and i nailed 60 percent of this movie <laughs> collectively i think <laughs> i think i got about 95 percent of it wrong there are bits there are things you said that you nailed there are things that i said that i nailed i'm saying collectively okay we got a lot right we got a lot right and well, there's an article online that if we are to believe it, I got more than a lot right. But we'll get to that later. I don't know if you guys know about this article in, in Vulture or I'm, on Vulture. I'm going to guess that uh, did it involve Ghost of Goose? No, it does not involve Goose, which is what you call the Ghost of Goose <laughs> in Instagram episode two. <laughs> this does not involve the Ghost of Goose, but okay. Should we get to... Yeah. Let's get to the recap, recap battle. battle. Yeah. <laughs> All right. Now, for people, let's let's introduce it. I open up the paper. There's a story of an actor. All right. So this is the recap battle. Here's how it goes. It's been a long time since we've done one of these. Chris and I have prepared recapitulations of this movie. We're going to read them or present them. And Mike, as our guest, you will be the judge and decide whose recap, who is the recaptain and who is recapitated. recapitated. Yeah. <laughs> Got it. Got it. Whatever your criteria you choose. Now, before I we did this, Mike was concerned 
that he was entering into this with existing bias. And he was like, is there some way to do this with voice modulation or double blind? Or is there any way I can hear these without knowing whose they were? Will you guys do a switcheroo, a shell game, something? Which I guess the only, there's only was, one way that would work, which would be I read yours, you read mine, and we, you know, which is possible. It's possible that might have happened, and uh, yeah, without letting Mike but know then, whether or not it happened. In the in the in like, uh, uh, Princess Bride style, or maybe we tell him we did, but we didn't. But he would know that, so of course we'd have to switch them. <laughs> So that he would yeah. know that we didn't switch. Yeah, it's, yeah. It's that. Yeah, yeah. You guys know yeah, that movie. I was thinking that exact scene myself, to be honest. Yeah. yeah. But so clearly he cannot choose the one right. in front of him. <laughs> that's right. Clearly he cannot choose the recap that came first yeah. and so on. So here's the thing, Mike. Mm-hmm. Whatever your criteria is, your criteria could already be, I've known Chris longer, I'm picking his. And that's your, that's your right to do that. You know what I mean? This yeah. so I, 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 I'll tell you my, I'll tell you my criteria. You That's already good. know your criteria. Yeah, yeah. I just gotta oh. feel it. I gotta feel okay. it. Okay, okay. <laughs> I, I thought it was like, <laughs> That's you gotta it. feel it. Okay. Yeah, you know, sometimes you yeah, feel it. sometimes you, you just you can't think. You just have to do. That's right. That's right. <laughs> that sounds that sounds familiar. That sounds familiar. <laughs> All right, now. I do not remember how we did what order we did Mission Impossible Fallout, but I do know that in our precaps, I went first. I, I made you go first because I knew that I was going to, you weren't, there's, that I was going to be 100% right. Yeah, you were fully, you were fully <laughs> hangman cocky. <laughs> I'm very good. Yeah. So, I guess by by virtue of of the ping pong, I will go first in my recap, and then you will go by virtue of the ping recap. pong. Yeah, sure. So the ping pong goes like this. <laughs> Every episode, we change who goes first. Uh huh. That's the ping pong. Okay. All right, the table tennis. I'm sorry. No. So, but since since you went first, went last, first time, last time, <laughs> great. <laughs> Oh yeah, okay. So you would go first. You're right. Yeah, I, I listen. Unless you're playing you. against a wall and you That's just right. hit it back to yourself, or, or maybe I just aced right. him over and over and over. That's right, Chris. You go first, then. Okay. And uh, whenever you're ready, take it away. Okay, I have a feeling we're gonna we're gonna. We might be do you naked. have a feeling that because hold on, do you have a feeling that because we're both recapping no, the exact same movie, we might cover the same it. ground? I stopped saying it because I knew how dumb that sounded. Okay. All right. Here we go. Uh Top Gun Maverick. It's been over thirty years since we last saw Pete Maverick Mitchell, played by Tom Cruise, in Top Gun. But as we catch up to him now. We find him serving the Navy as a test pilot. On this day, he is scheduled to take the experimental prototype hypersonic Dark Star scramjet to Mach 9. But upon discovering Admiral Kane, played by Ed Harris, wants to shut down the Dark Star program in favor of funding the development of drone technology, Maverick, ever the Maverick, 
takes the Dark Star to the skies before Admiral Kane's arrival. Maverick reaches not only the day's targeted speed of Mach 9, but the Dark Star program's ultimate targeted speed of Mach 10. And then, ever the Maverick. Maverick pushes the Dark Star beyond its limits, reaching Mach 10.4, before destroying the Dark Star, but leaving Maverick alive. Which begs the question, why not just make the whole Dark Star out of Maverick? <laughs> Admiral Kane wants nothing more than to expel Maverick from the Navy and the Earth, but the Navy has other plans. <laughs> it galls the furious, bald-headed Admiral Kane to say it, but Maverick is heading to Top Gun. Maverick gets to Top Gun Island, where he learns the Top Gun team must destroy a uranium enrichment facility in the enemy country of Unnamed. But Maverick's job isn't to lead this impossible mission. Maverick's job is merely to teach the Top Gun team how to fly this impossible mission. Maverick then reconnects with Penny, played by Jennifer Connelly, a past romantic partner who makes it clear she doesn't want to get involved again. Maverick and Penny get totally involved again, and Maverick switches from merely teaching the Top Gun Mission Impossible into the role of leading the Top Gun Mission Impossible. Top Gun Maverick is shot down during the Mission Impossible when he moves to save Rooster, the son of Maverick's best friend Goose, who died tragically in the first Top Gun movie. Maverick survives the explosion and plane crash, which begs the question, why not just make the whole plane out of Maverick? No sooner does Top Gun Maverick get to his feet when an enemy helicopter arrives. Top Gun Maverick dives for cover from the armor-piercing bullets behind a fallen dead tree, which begs the question, why not just make the whole plane out of a fallen dead tree? Top Gun Rooster blasts the enemy helicopter out of the sky to save Top Gun Maverick, but is himself shot down in the process. The two steal a very old plane from the enemy and use it to fight very new fifth generation enemy fighters as they prove it's not about the plane it's about the pilot but it's also kind of about the plane because they would have been dead if top gun hangman didn't show up in the nick of time to destroy the final enemy plane the top gunners return to the aircraft carrier to a celebratory scene where every character in the movie gets the opportunity to look at every other character in the movie individually with a knowing facial expression conveying a job well done. The end. All right. Nice. Nice work, Chris. Thank you. Nice work. Thank you. Um, I realized something that we didn't do that we typically do is we talk about when we saw the movie, how long ago, uh, but we could do that after I recap. I think we'll Sounds be good. forgiven by anyone listening. Well, maybe we'll find out. <clears throat> All right, here we go. A recap of Top Gun Maverick. Johnny Cannon, let us know if it's okay that we skipped it. A recap of Top Gun Maverick, released 2022, filmed 2018. All right. In a pre-film message, Tom Cruise himself, not as Maverick, told me how hard everybody worked on the movie <laughs> and how they used real planes and they were real G's and thanked me and the other folks in the theater for being there in person. That's it. I and lost. Then, I already lost. Hey, <laughs> I got a lot more. I got a lot more recap, man. <laughs> Interrupting my recap. 
And then, finally, after a three-year delay, the movie began. Jets take off from and land on an aircraft carrier as Harold Faltemeyer's Top Gun theme and Kenny Loggins' Danger Zone play over the opening credits. Then we see Pete Maverick Mitchell living alone in the desert, restoring an old propeller plane. He admires his shrine to Goose, puts on his signature bomber jacket, gets on his signature motorcycle, and heads off to test pilot a jet to a speed of Mach 9. Except the bosses say no. Unmanned aircraft is the future. But the bosses ain't there yet. So Maverick, Maverick's taking off just before the boss shows up. And Maverick hits Mach 9 and then, like Buzz Lightyear, goes beyond to Mach 10 and then some, which is too far and the plane goes down. But Maverick survives this, walks into a diner and drinks a glass of water, slowly, a real counter to his well-known need for speed. Instead of getting fired or discharged or whatever, his old frenemy, Iceman, who's in charge of the Pacific Fleet or something, sends Maverick back to Top Gun to teach. At Top Gun school, Cyclone doesn't want Maverick there, but Iceman says so, so Cyclone explains the situation. They need to blow up the Death Star. But not unlike, <laughs> unlike all the space Death Stars in the many Star Wars movies, this Death Star is a uranium lab in an unknown nation on Earth. And the tiny hole they need to shoot into is at the bottom of a basin at the end of a ravine. But it's basically the Death Star. <laughs> to do this, he needs to choose six top pilots from the past Top Gun top pilots. Amongst this crew are Goose 2, a.k.a. Rooster, the son of Goose, Iceman 2, a.k.a. Hangman, no relation to the original Iceman, and others, including a lady Top Gun, Phoenix, and a nerdy Top Gun, Bob. Cyclone thinks Maverick's planned mission is impossible. And all signs point to at least one person on the mission not making it home alive. But Maverick's doing his best to teach these kids a thing or two about flying and dogfighting. Hangman is reckless and selfish. Rooster is cautious and angry at Maverick. Oh, meanwhile, Maverick's got some flirty thing going with Penny, a single mom with whom he has some history, who owns the local bar and also has a sailboat. Anyway, we learn Iceman is dying of cancer, and Maverick goes to see him. After that scene, Iceman dies. Iceman's body is barely in the ground before Cyclops by Felicia's Maverick and takes over the mission, changing all of Maverick's nigh-impossible parameters. Makes sense. None of these recruits were pulling it off anyway, so why not move the goalposts? Except, would you believe it? The same guy who took that experimental craft out against orders, the same guy who 36 years ago kept buzzing those towers, this literal maverick named Maverick takes a jet and runs his own impossible mission, showing it is possible. Oh, also, as part of Maverick's training before Iceman's death, they all play football on the beach, a sequence during which Tom Cruise is both shirtless and runs. That's a Tom Cruise double shot, friends. All right, so now Maverick can prove it can be done. So Cyclone says, okay, you're not just teaching this mission, you're leading it. Maverick picks his team, which includes Rooster, who resents Maverick for stalling his young flight career because Rooster's mom asked Maverick to. Before the mission, Rooster wants to tell Maverick something important. Maverick says, save it until they get back. The mission happens, and of course they destroy the Death Star, but which pilot won't make it home? In their attempt to escape, Rooster's in trouble, and Maverick saves him, sacrificing himself. Maverick ejects as the plane goes down. The other pilots are called back to the carrier. Ah, so it is Maverick who will die in the end. Except no! On the ground, Maverick is alone in enemy territory. A big, dangerous helicopter shows up, ready to shoot Maverick to kingdom come. And now he's going to die. But no, kaboom, the helicopter gets blowed up by Rooster, 
who disobeyed orders and went to rescue Maverick. But then Rooster is shot down too. So Rooster the one who's, is the one who's going to die. Maverick runs through the snowy woods and finds Rooster alive. And now these two, who have been at odds, need to work together. They steal an old airplane, one Maverick knows very well, and they take off from an impossible situation naturally. It's Maverick and Rooster in Maverick and Goose positions. Then they're attacked by two enemy aircraft. They're doing okay, but eventually run out of ammo and are kind of screwed. Maverick tells Rooster they're going to have to eject, but the eject function isn't working. Uh Uh-oh, they're both going to die. Not quite, because Han Solo shows up in the form of Rooster's nemesis, Hangman, (laughs) and shoots down Cobra the enemy. Everyone lands on the aircraft carrier. Hugs are given. The day and the world are saved. Back in the desert, Maverick is now working with Rooster on restoring the old airplane. And then Penny shows up with her daughter in a Porsche. Maverick and Penny fly around in his restored old airplane. Rooster looks at Maverick's shrine to his dead father. The end. Wow. It's a lot of movie. Well, I have to say both of you guys did amazing jobs. Thank you. Thanks. Thanks. It's time for the judgment. I did my best. (laughs) I also did my best. All right. My criteria, as mentioned previously, was. Which which one are you feeling? Which one are you feeling? You feeling one? Well, I am feeling one, actually. It's it's possibly. You're probably feeling both. So it's like, which one do you feel feel, more? Yeah. I'm going to say. Oh, this is tense. This is tense. This is more tense than every single scene in this movie. (laughs) I'm going to say what I felt more was said within the first minute of this particular recap. Oh, boy. Oh, boy. And I'm going to give it to Greg on this one. Oh, man. (laughs) Um, This is what I felt. This is what I felt. The Danger Zone song, as was mentioned, yeah. elicit, elicits this feeling. It's, of, that's a song with feeling, yeah. Yeah, I felt that song. And then secondly, secondly, I felt when, Greg, when you said Maverick, Mavericks. <laughs> <laughs> so right from the get-go, that, that kind of the, – the Danger Zone song, when you mentioned that, I I heard it in my head and it brought me back to that scene where he's in the motorcycle and on the runway and, you know, the whole Tom Cruise scene there, you know, that classic scene. Um, and so that's, I felt that, that, that hit, that, that hit different right there. (laughs) Bones. Yeah. yeah. Thank you very much. I, I very pleased to be the recaptain. It feels like the ultimate backstabbing. (laughs) <laughs> well i didn't know that you could have wrote that actually right so in, oh, that's true. true yeah we didn't tell him yeah yeah, yeah. all right you know, that... apologies are in order i'm sorry mike it's after everything, that you after everything we've been through together to to accuse you of... <laughs> well it's also interesting that you say it's the ultimate backstab when mike getting on this call put his name in he gave himself a call sign dagger one <laughs> That's true. Which so, is which is Tom Cruise's uh, call sign in the movie. Maverick's call sign is not a call sign. That's not a call sign. That's a that's ship like the, the ship sign. The it's plane. plane. The, the plane, plane is Dagger name. One. Oh, the plane is Dagger One. Yeah, yeah. Oh, okay, I thought you were calling yourself Dagger One. I heard the like word Dagger, dagger could be a call sign. 
Yeah, it, it it does, yeah, yeah, and I, and I mistakenly said that. It's like, wait, no, his call sign is Maverick still, but he's flying Dagger One. Yeah. And it's I like Luke Skywalker's was, in Red Five. All right, I thought Mike was giving him himself a call sign. I'm going to go ahead and make Dagger a Star one. Wars analogy here. I'll be the first to do it. <laughs> sure. <laughs> Dagger One is like Red Five. Yeah. Yeah, which is different than Red Leader. Actually, I'm wrong. I think Red 5 is the call sign. You know what? <laughs> There's absolutely no Star Wars analogy here at all. Uh, we could we could say it is. Yeah, there's nothing this movie has no connections in any way to star, anything in Star Wars. There's nothing at all. Nothing at well, all. That's a, that's another thing I thought of though as soon as you said Death Star, that's exactly what I was thinking of while the movie was going on. It's like I, I, it's I turned impossible not to think that. Yeah, yeah, I turned to Margarita I said Death Star. Yeah. <laughs> I feel like as they wrote the movie, they're just like Death Star, right? Yeah, let's do yeah. a Death Star. <laughs> let's do a Star Wars. Yeah, which I listened to our first, our original Top Gun episode, and Chris, Talk. in that episode, you described Top Gun as being Star Wars meets Transformers meets GI Joe, or some, some combination yeah. there. Yeah. So talk to me, Goose. <laughs> okay, talk so, to me, Goose. All right. Before we go to a break, because we're coming up on a break, guys. When gotcha. did everybody? The movie came out May twenty seventh. When did everybody see it? I saw it on May on June fourth. No, June sixth. Took me it took me a minute to get to it. I saw it probably three weeks ago, maybe, and then I saw it. I rewatched it again yesterday evening. Interesting. All right, and Chris, I saw it Thursday, June 9th. Approximately 10 days ago. And then you also rewatched it? I did. I did rewatch it today. All right. So you guys you guys oh, have nice. both double dipped. Nice. Double dipped. I double dipped and I still lost the recap battle. <laughs> well, to a guy I, who's I only used... seen it a measly one time. A measly one time, and then I used the internet to help me remember certain things. Uh, some might say certain that, details. Some, some might call that cheating, but you know, some might. But I will tell you, there are certain details I did remember, and those will come up later. Later, as in when right. we talk about our uh, top toms or, or cruise control, yeah, when we or... do some other, when we do some other business, when we do some other business. So now we've seen the movie. We've recapped the movie. Let's get general reactions to this movie. Now the world loves this movie. The internet is like, this is the greatest thing. This is what we needed. I've seen people say, this is what we needed. (laughs) (laughs) There's a lot of hype on this movie. It certainly solved a lot of problems. (laughs) <laughs> yeah, everything's better now. Um, takes on the movie. You guys have seen it twice, so you must have liked it enough to see it twice, unless you're strictly in it for the research. Well, you know, I take this I, job I as as a host very seriously. That makes one of us. So even had I <laughs> disliked the movie, I would have watched it twice. But yes, I, I enjoyed it. All right. Thumbs up. Yeah, I agree. I give it a thumbs up also. I mean, um, 
I was telling Chris this maybe a week or so ago. It, this is a movie that I probably would have seen twice anyway. Oh. Um, but this time, the second time I watched it, I you know took some notes. So this is like the most intensely. <laughs> this is the I watched this movie more closely than any other movie I've ever seen in my life. I think. <laughs> but um, but I, I think it just was really uh, entertaining, and that whole nostalgia factor came into play because 1986 being a 12 year old kid watching the movie and uh you know it was exciting then and then to have this uh come out 30 plus years later and you still have the hero there who's aged and aged well like we're hoping we did you know kind of thing and uh, so it was that that was appealing to me (laughs) So, I was hoping Chris had still a recording of a surreptitious conversation. Uh, I'd, I don't remember how this happened. You butt dialed me at a convention. And on, then, let's be classy. I po- pocket dialed. Okay, can we, I'm sorry. Class this up. I'm I sorry. Keep my I'm phone. sorry. I'll be, I'll be classier. Greg ass dialed me. Hey, hey, I keep my phone in my front pockets, so it's impossible to butt dial. <laughs> I say pocket dial. Let's all Greg, class it up, America. Greg Rooster dialed me. Yeah, I Rooster dialed you. <laughs> Quick aside, I was reading some trivia on IMDb, and apparently all the actors got to pick their own call signs. I don't know if I believe that. And... Miles Teller said he chose Rooster because it's in the same family as Goose. Of oh. all the birds, like it seems like he chose it because it also has a double O. Like that's the family he's thinking of. Interesting. Interesting. Would you pick a different bird? Like eagle or something? or Falcon, yeah. osprey, vulture. A lot of cool birds of like rooster. Rooster still like you know has a has some attitude to it. Yeah, but he wasn't cocky. Like he he was sort of cocky, but he wasn't like rooster. He wasn't hangman cocky. That's true. Hangman should have been called rooster. That's what I'm saying. Yeah, rooster should have been called. uh, Rooster should have been called snow uh, owl. Grackle. You know, you guys know what grackles are. I've heard of a grackle. <laughs> what is a grackle? You, that's right. Mike it's is a bird. a bird watcher. A birder. A bird. Yeah, I, I would say I'm an, a very amateur novice birder in Central Park. So grackle, grackle is... Talk to us, Goose, about grackles. <laughs> grackle is a bird with, I believe... Well, I'm, I'm colorblind, so I'm not sure exactly the color. But it's black, mainly, and some... I'm pretty sure it's bluish hues in there, and it's the size of maybe a little smaller than like a like your standard crow. I would say I'm not exactly sure what family it's in, but it's got like a raven raven esque kind of look to it, like a raven Simone look. <laughs> yeah. 
And it's got this cool call. That bird is cool... so Raven. <laughs> Raven, yeah, that would be a cool call sign. Raven? Yeah, Raven would be a cool call sign. You know what else would be a cool call yeah. sign? Eagle. Yeah. Sure. How about, how about this one? I'll... Hawk. How about, how about Raven Simone? How about Falcon? <laughs> we said all these a second ago. How about... <laughs> how about Grackle? How about Blue Jay? How How about about Super Cardinal? How about Kestrel? All right. So anyway, (laughs) I pocket dialed Chris. And Chris had this recording of a voicemail of me having a conversation with other people about a movie called Top Gun. And Chris, you have a better memory than I do for certain dialogue. What did I say in this recording? Uh... (laughs) <laughs> well, the memory isn't that sharp on this, but I, I think it was something about the person, the person talking to you said the Top Gun was great, was a great movie. And you said, you said, it's very entertaining, but it's not a great movie. <laughs> something like that. I believe that my position is Top Gun is an overrated motion picture. Sure. And uh, I believe Top Gun Maverick is similarly overrated i, I do it think that perfectly it, fine i do think it i do think that it is better than the original i think parts of it are better and parts of it are not as good oh let's go yeah. part by part part number one <laughs> um let's take a break and then we'll go part by part all right because uh it's time for a break All right, we are in our break. This is, I think, everybody's favorite part of the show. According to none of the feedback I've ever heard. <laughs> According to, I mean, basically what happens is I hear people say, oh, I skipped the break, or the break's really long, or any of those kinds of things, and my brain filters that as the break's the best part of the show. Right. Okay, well, then I can't disagree with that assessment. I, I can say this. I enjoy the breaks. These are the breaks. These are the breaks. Yeah. The break is where we we cut loose, we unwind, we we cut foot loose, which is a different like, actor entirely. Yeah, it's where we get away from uh, whatever entertainment we might actually have managed to create. Where we get away from the stuff that's f- fun. Well, I, I think the only difference between the break <laughs> and the show is... The quantity of cruise talk, and it's probably about thirty percent less, which isn't that much because we're about to we're we you know we're still talking about we're still cruising together. Hey, we're talking you about him, right? We're talking about Tom, right? We're almost always talking about Tom. In fact, I want to start our break by addressing the first half of the show that people just heard. So. As of this recording, we're recording this on, what is today? So we recorded the episode on the 20th, right? Today's July 6th. Today's July 6th. So I had a few thoughts in the interim in the in the last 16 days. Uh-huh. So first was, we probably should have recorded this break on July 3rd. Happy 60th birthday to Tom Cruise. We should have, and uh, th- we blew it. Yeah. Way to, well, way you, to point it out. You could You could have just said nothing about... Our horrible what, mistake. Well, I got two more mistakes. What 
What more? What did you do on July third that you're willing to share with the the listener? Um, I baked a cake that I shared with all of my friends and uh, with a picture of Tom Cruise in the middle. All right, I ate an abundance of Mexican food. So I, I really I think we just proved who's the bigger Tom fan. I think we. I think it is. In fact, but yeah, we definitely proved it. Um, but and, in the and, interim, and who the and who the true patriot is. Also you. In the interim, uh, I, as is my part of this endeavor, I listened to the first half of the show that we recorded. I have not listened to the second half. I cannot comment on the second half. I haven't listened to it yet. Yeah. I listened to the well, first half of the show. Neither And neither have the listeners. <laughs> That's This is why I didn't listen to the second half. I wanted but to be probably, on the same but, page. But most likely they're skipping this. Well, so. they're about to miss some great stuff. They're about to miss some juice. Well, Some give, Lizzo give level juice. juice. <laughs> is this, can I blame things on this juice? I think you can blame things on this juice. The mistakes, right, so two, the, the, the aforementioned mistakes. Yeah, there are two. One is a mistake that is entirely my fault, and one is a mistake or an oversight on both of our faults. So I was listening to our recaps, our recapitulations, and we we covered our Venn diagrams were close. We covered a lot of the same ground because we were talking about the exact same movie. Right. But we also missed the same opportunity for a joke. Was it uh, Kittrich? No. <laughs> it was not Kittrich. <laughs> Although, have you seen the trailer for the next Mission Impossible motion picture? No, I haven't. I shouldn't admit al- that right so freely. <laughs> I'm here of all places. I, I'm almost thinking you should watch it during this break. <laughs> Just so I can get a live reaction from you. Um, so while I'm talking, if you want to bring up the latest trailer for Mission Impossible, let me fire up the YouTube machine. Yeah. So while you do that, I will talk. Can you, can you hear what I'm saying and look up a thing at the same time? I can, but it's like interfering. Yeah. This is why the break is so good. This is what people tune in to the break for. (laughs) For sure. A hundred percent. All right. Hold, hold the look up. Let me tell you about the missed opportunity we had. It had nothing to do with Kittredge. So we're both recapping this movie. We both talk about how Maverick was it. Was it a joke about uh, the Decepticons? Uh, no, and, uh, no. Because I think I made that joke. No, here's the. This is the joke. Neither one of us used. Knock knock. Who's there? The Decepticons. That was my joke, right? The Decepticons. <laughs> who? <laughs> You're already. It's already too late. Uh, so we both talked about how Tom Cruise as Maverick takes that experimental craft to Mach 9 and then pushes it to Mach 10 and past Mach 10. Yeah. And neither one of us commented on oh, how no, that... Oh, no, I did. I said, I said uh, why don't they make the whole entire uh, no. plane out of <laughs> Let... Tom Cruise? Let me finish the sentence. Neither one of us commented on him getting to that level of speed was literally the danger zone. <laughs> yeah. We blew it. It was, he got so into the danger zone that he crashed this and destroyed this plane. But you could also argue, though, that, uh, I mean, I guess maybe this is several missed opportunities because he's in the danger zone quite frequently. Quite, quite, there are different danger zones, which, which he dips in and yeah. out of all the time. Yeah, you know what it is? You and I both fixated so much on how impossible his mission was in this movie. <laughs> That's right. <laughs> We didn't see the forest for the trees, an expression I half understand, to see that 
danger zone was sitting right in front of us the whole time. It means like you don't even realize that there's a forest because you're just fixated on each tree, like a tr- yeah, one I, tree I, at a time. I, I do know that. A hundred percent now, or half still? No, I, I think what what I meant when I said I don't entirely. I I think sometimes I probably use it incorrectly. I think I think the world does. <laughs> yeah, and the world is a vampire. So those two things don't are concentrate unrelated. on the finger, or you'll miss all that heavenly glory. That's a Bruce That's... Lee, but I think it means the same thing as missing the forest for the trees. Wouldn't the, wouldn't a finger and a hand be wouldn't okay let's do sat analogy time a a forest is to the trees as a finger is to a hand no as a finger is to all that heavenly glory <laughs> i don't i i get lost in that if those so, were if, if, if it was an sat question it said a forest is to a tree as a finger is to a blank and the options were a hand all of heavenly glory uh glove or shoe I'd be between glove and hand, and all of heavenly yeah, glory but, would have been something I would have just passed over. Well, that means you haven't seen any Bruce Lee movies because you. It also means I wasn't. It, it also means I wasn't taking. It also means I wasn't taking the Bruce Lee SAT. <laughs> he says it in every movie. You were just. Uh, oh no, we, we didn't. We were. We didn't record that. The part about we were talking about Kareem. No, best buddy we were talking Kareem. about Kareem Abdul-Jabbar before we recorded this break. Sorry. Hey, listen, listeners. You can't hear everything we talk about. I'm sorry. <laughs> but sometimes when we're not talking about Tom Cruise, we might mention Kareem Abdul-Jabbar. But I get the connection. Bruce Lee to Kareem. This all makes perfect sense. So, Forest Trees, uh, you were actually on something, and I derailed you for a change. Well, I was just saying we we, we didn't use Danger Zone as much as we could have for comedic yeah, effect. We blew it. Here's the second error. Wait, didn't I say first... it? I never said it anywhere. Maybe in the second I, half I said it. I said it. I said Danger Zone in reference to the song Danger Zone playing during the opening credits, which won me the recap. Just the mere okay, mention so very, of that song. A very specific. Oh, yeah. <laughs> sorry to, sorry to yeah. remind you. And Mike, Mike was so concerned that he might uh, have a bias in, in favor of me. <laughs> or maybe his bias <laughs> was in favor of the song Danger Zone. Maybe. And he didn't want to tip his hand. He said he was choosing based on how he, you know, he had to feel it. Yeah, yeah, yeah. But that could have been his own. Look, uh, maybe I shouldn't take the drink in I'm front not, of you. I'm not challenging the results of the contest. Just no, I'm not. I, I didn't. I, ex- to, I didn't. I apologize for bringing I've, them up. I fully accept the results, and I'm I'm happy to allow a peaceful transition of the title of <laughs> recaptain to it's you. Very gracious of you. Very gracious. So the second mistake was mine, and mine alone. In my recap, I used all the character names. Not in the, in the hilarious way you did, where you said Top Gun Maverick and Top Gun Rooster and Top Gun Hangman. I didn't do that. I was just using the character names. And at one point, Wait, what, I referred to the... They had like other names? Saying, no, I would just say Maverick. I wouldn't add Top Gun in front of it. Okay. So how's that a mistake? But no, that's not the mistake. Oh. The mistake was one of the characters' names was Cyclone, played by John Hamm with two M's. And there was one point in my recap where I straight up called that dude Cyclops. <laughs> and I just want to correct no, it. I think I remember that. that. I just thought that was intentional. No, that was a full mistake. <laughs> no, no, that was awesome. I remember that. 
<laughs> I, I didn't remember it, and then I heard myself say it, and I rewound it 30 seconds and said, oh, I did say Cyclops. All right. You know, I was trying Make to play fair. I was trying to play fair and not, like, interrupt and say, oh, Mike. Mike, did you catch that? He said you it could've. wrong. You could have. I think at that point I'd already won because I'd mentioned I'm, the song Danger Zone. Now I'm ready to challenge the results. All is fair. Oh, no. All is fair in recap battle, I think. Is that right? All is fair in sure, recap battle? Sure. 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 You know what? Sure. I, you, know what? you forfeit. I have bigger fish to fry. <laughs> oh, like a largemouth bass? Yeah. A barracuda? Yeah, but it's huge. Like a shark. Yeah. What is... Do we know what the biggest fish is that is not a mammal? Is it a whale shark? I think it's a whale shark. Doesn't matter. Did you bring up the trailer on your end of the, of the screen? Oh, no, I didn't. No. No, right, type I know. Type into your YouTube. Mission Impossible. Uh, what the hell is the movie called? Something Part 1. Should Maybe it'll populate. Oh, I should know this. This is embarrassing for us both. Mission Impossible. Is it 7? Well, it's going to be a title Part 1. It's not Rogue Nation. We've seen that one. It's not Mission Fallout. We've Dead Reckoning. Dead. Dead, Dead Reckoning, Reckoning Part, Part 1. one. Yeah, so it is. Yeah, seven. whatever the newest trailer is. Now, the listener's not going to hear this trailer. So and I'm not eight, watching this trailer. Mission Impossible 8 will be Dead Reckoning Part 2, I I reckon. Dead, you dead reckon. <laughs> I dead reckon. Yeah, I think you dead reckon. So, I mean... It's, lo- it's loading. I got a commercial. Okay, it's loading. All right, so now I'm not watching it. The listener's not watching it. I'm watching you watch it. I'm skipping the They're ad. hearing us. Everybody's he- We're all hearing you watch it. But I just want to get your reaction to, like, the first minute. You don't have to watch the whole thing, but you can. You can comment on it as you watch it. I I feel like because we're trying to do this while we're talking, the whole thing's stuttering like crazy. I'm not getting... Oh. I I think we should just abort this impossible mission. All right. Abort it. And uh, I can just tell you... (laughs) Go ahead. Did you say abort? Because I said (laughs) it. I did. I did. I, did, I said import it, and then I doubled down on import because I didn't want to get snagged by I, I don't know if you're the, doubling the down on me police. saying it first. Did you say it? I, I don't know if I said it. I, like when you said I it, I know. thought, oh, I, I must have said it no, wrong. No, no. <laughs> you said abort, and then I, I said import because I was thinking, here's what happened in my brain. I was trying to think, oh, what you is were, it that they you were say? Singing, you were singing the Swedish fish. Uh, Swedish fish. The, <laughs> yeah, you were singing the Swedish fish. I was being the Swedish fish. I was being the, the Muppet, the Swedish fish. <laughs> borden, Borden, Borden. I was thinking of Mission Impossible and then Abort Mission and the M got in the way. Uh, but in the trailer for Dead Reckoning Part 1, there is a voice. Import. There is a voice that speaks throughout it. And that voice belongs to one man. He's back, It doesn't baby. belong to two? Huh? No, it's one guy. It's a singular voice. And it belongs to the, to the, to the man we've been waiting for to return. Mike Mercy. Kittredge? Kittredge is back, baby. Oh, wow. <laughs> yeah, which means somebody's been listening to this show. 
and that's answering, the only plausible you know, explanation. It's the only explanation. They've been listening to this show. Speaking of this show, if people want to contact us on this show, they can email us cruising at hatterentertainment.com or they can go on to Twitter at cruising show is the handle. Hey, do we have any do we have any listener email to read? No. <laughs> it's been like a year and a half since we've done one of these. Yeah, well, you know, that means a year and a half for it to, for it to pile up. I mean, there's you know, there's people that make make comments on Twitter. Do we want to talk about those people? If you have it handy, sure. Let me see. Do I have it handy? Let me see. I know I have it. Here we go. Here this are my break Twitter might as well just be like a standalone special version episode. I think. Here are my Twitter mentions or notifications. Our Twitter notifications. Hold on, I have to sneeze. God bless you. I stopped it like a cartoon. I thought I stopped it by saying God bless you. And I know somebody who, uh, if you said God bless you before they sneeze, like they would not be able to sneeze. Interesting. Interesting. Like they're, they're, All right. they're going in, and then that's that's exactly what happened just now. And I thought, were, were you the person afflicted with this? All right, scrolling back. Scrolling back. Here we go. We got some comments. I'm going to go back to, let's see, what date should I, how far, how far back should I go? Uh, on May 12th, our pal George at Meanwhile at the Podcast said he couldn't wait to hear us talk about Top Gun Maverick on this very podcast. Then that was part of a conversation with people we don't know. One of them called the movie A Ride, all caps. Way better than the original. We've, we've already talked about what we thought of the movie. I don't have to recap that. Philip Phil Rirat said on May 28th, saw it tonight, eagerly awaiting the new episode. All right. Uh, the, the, our account, cruising, at Cruising Show, at one point tweeted, Top Gun Maverick is finally coming out in 20, 27 days, but is it or is Lucy holding the football as we run at it? And our pal Johnny Cannon said, Charlie finally kicked the football. Although he said ball, because football over there is something else. We call football over there soccer. Yeah. Oh, my God. Have you seen Ted Lasso? I have seen Ted Lasso. It's very good. good. I'm a fan. It is good. It is good. I'm a fan. He doesn't even know what soccer is. But he learns, doesn't he? And then he teaches them a thing or two. And it's like, it's like he doesn't need to teach them soccer. They already know how to play soccer. That's true. Yeah. He, he teaches them everything else. It's like he's teaching, you know what he's teaching them? He's teaching them the Quan. You know, I think he's teaching them as, just as much as they're teaching him. But you know about the Quan, right? From from Jerry Maguire? I, yeah, I was going to say that's, yeah. And is yeah. he an ambassador of it? He might <laughs> be an ambassador of the Quan. <laughs> We need a we need a crossover. Of, is it of, Quan or Qua? Oh, I don't know. I thought it was Quan. It might be Qua. I don't. I don't have the confidence but, to like definitely question, say yeah, I'm it's right. The question for another day. Alex Chung tweeted to us and Cruising Show. Have you guys had a chance to watch Top Gun Maverick? I cannot wait for the Cruising Show episode around it. The delays broke my brain, but it was worth the anticipation for me. 
And you responded. I reading that one. Yeah, I responded to that. Greg has seen it, emoji with sunglasses. Our guest has seen it, emoji with sunglasses. I have not yet seen it, surprise face emoji. We'll yeah. see it as soon as I find the on-ramp for the highway to the danger zone. Three there explosions we go. emoji. Danger zone. There it is. Alex Chung responded to that. Oh, yeah. And then... Stop motion Cyclops tweeted a, a, a GIF. Cyclone? Cyclops. You sure? Tweeted a GIF of, uh, of, of uh, Tom Cruise as Maverick giving a thumbs up in, the, in, the, in an aeroplane. Uh, and then people just excited that the show was coming because the, the account tweeted, we hope everyone's podcast subscriptions are still active. We got some nice, nice positive responses to that, and the next thing that'll be tweeted is episode is live. So I'm sure at that point, everybody, you know, oh, we got a we got a, a, a gif sent by Leslie Shu of Tom Cruise as Maverick lowering his his visor on his helmet in preparation for what we're we're going to deliver. So there you go. That's the listener feedback that you so desperately craved, Chris. Apologies. Why you? Hey, you know that. Uh, I read that, a little. I, I heard a little sarcasm in your tone. Well, there might have been, but you don't have to apologize for it. <laughs> I, I, I I read I read sarcasm and thought it was like uh, something I needed to apologize to you for. Speaking of reading, we have something we need to read. Is this time for plugs? Are you bringing it? Yeah, it's time for. It's a plug. It's a plug. We're you and I both know. A... You and I both know that Tom Cruise is in phenomenal shape. Oh, of course. Uh, every he, movie that we watch, we. I mean, you're the guy who to, it. Yeah, we have to check the box of is he in good shape, and the answer is always yes. Yeah, so he probably. I mean, he probably does a lot of exercise. We know he does a lot of exercise. He probably has a trainer. A guy so let's like say, Tom Cruise. Let's say I would say Tom Cruise. Uh, is could be the world's greatest trainer himself. I think he's knowledgeable enough to be a great trainer, but why why spend his brain power on that when he's putting, you know, he's he's running movies, he's making sure everybody is adhering to the COVID protocols. All right, but all not that. all of us are Tom Cruise or have Tom Cruise's singular abilities, right? Let me just say this. I I, yeah. I uh, uh the Rock Dwayne Dwayne the Rock Johnson. The Rock Dwayne the Rock Johnson. Also has a trainer. You'd think that guy doesn't need a trainer. He knows what he's doing. No, he, he's got he's got somebody to take care of it. It's delegation. A trainer is great for delegating. All right. So what does that have to do with the price of beans? Well, I mean, if you're looking to delegate, uh, some training yourself, like del, you know, like okay, if I could just like I don't want to read up on this or I don't have time to like plan it all out, like. I, I don't know. I don't know. I don't know what. To, I don't know what to do. So you're saying if you're somebody, let's say, let's say I wanted to get fit. I had I had reasons. Maybe it's weight loss. Maybe it's strength gaining. Maybe it's increased flexibility or stamina. Maybe you want to get that beach bod. Yeah, it's summertime. Or let's suppose you got like, uh, oh, I can't work out because. Uh, I got a bad knee. I got a bad shoulder. I got a bad back. 
Everybody's you know, got hey, something, right? Hey, you got injuries. Personal trainers, where it's at, they're going to help you work. They're going to help you rehab it. Yeah, but let's say I don't have exercise. Let's say I have a, a bum shoulder, but I don't have a gym. I don't have a gym membership. COVID's got me staying away from the gym. I don't even have resistance bands. I don't even have a heavy jar to lift. Well, what's what? What, what could I do? Well, uh, first of all, I can't stress how important it is that you prioritize going out and buying some jars. <laughs> heavy or light? As heavy as they come. Okay. <laughs> so full jars. You're talking about then, jars full of stuff, not empty jars? No, I would say buy them empty. You ever seen that Spielberg movie, Jars? <laughs> but the shark? <laughs> yeah. Go buy Jaws. Yeah, that Jaws. That Jaws is a scary shark. And you can fill the Jaws <laughs> with water to make the Jaws even more heavy than they once are in those, the movie. Once those Jaws are full, can I put them in my drawers? My dresser drawers? Just as long as they're as long as your drawers are clean. Nobody oh, wants say, some say, dirty drawers. <laughs> Nobody wants dirty drawers with it full of Jaws drawers. <laughs> I lost the thread. Drawers drawers of the jungle. Watch out for that tree. Our How pal. How can I get help? How can I get pal, help? Our pal yeah. and guest of this very episode, Michael Marisigan. I've heard of him. The CEO of Next Level Training NYC. I've heard of help. that. And I know what you're thinking. Oh, what if I don't live in NYC? Hey, Greg, I don't even live in NYC. Me neither. I used to. And so, now I don't. Uh, so, now, so what am I supposed to do? Make a uh, put a note in a bottle and send it to the ocean? Guess what, Greg? What? You could do virtual training with the power of Zoom. Mike, explain. Mike Marcia can help customize an exercise program to get you on your way to reaching your goals. With three Zoom sessions, he'll help you establish an exercise program you can follow on your own. He's been helping right. clients. What were you going to say? No, go ahead. No, 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 no. <laughs> I, was... <laughs> I, don't want, I don't want to read three consecutive sentences in a row without us riffing. I was going to say, I was going to say, <laughs> I, was... <laughs> I was going to say, how long has Mike been doing this? <laughs> Oh, let me tell you. <laughs> yeah. I think about 25 years. I'm going to say for over 25 years, he's been helping clients. Now, is he one of these like low-rent trainers, which is just you go into a gym and it's like, basically, it's just a guy that's like dusting off the equipment? Well, I know is he that... has a master's degree in physiology from Columbia University. Oh. So he could probably help you. He's probably a pretty good trainer. Pretty good, you think? I would say, I mean, with a master's degree? I would say he's probably the best trainer in the world. That is, you know what? I don't disagree. I think How if you do, I get a hold of this guy. You How do I get a hold him, of the best trainer in the world? You contact him via electronic mail at next level training nyc at gmail.com. That's N, it's the letter N, the letter Y, the letter C, not E N W H Y S E E. It's the, and it's he can the, get me in top gun shape. 
Well, he, if you mention the word Maverick, he will get you on your way to the physical condition that Tom Cruise is in during the Top Gun movie from 1986 or the one from 2022. That means Not- Top Gun... The Top Gun Maverick. Is there like a form where I check the box of like which movie I want to be? I think you have to do that when you. I think if you say the word Maverick, you got to say maybe say Maverick eighty six. Say Maverick, maverick twenty twenty two. Then you'll get a response, and then you can discuss which movie. Well, you could say like mention Maverick, but then also say Maverick eighty six, or say Maverick twenty two, or say Maverick my shoulder hurts, or Maverick uh, plantar fasciitis. That kind of thing. Yeah. Now, I can tell you, I, I'm going to do, listen, you hear a lot of podcasts, and they do an ad, and they're like, oh, I sleep on this mattress, and I love it. And blah, 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 duh, duh, duh. This is real. I've, I've worked with Mike. I've done a Zoom session with Mike. He taught me some exercises. He, sometimes something hurts. Now, look, I'm friends with Mike. I don't have to say Maverick, but I shoot him a little. Sometimes I'll shoot a little text over there and say, hey, this thing is bugging me. And he'll say, "Oh, here's a here's an Instagram video. Do this exercise six times. It'll it'll help out." Earlier this very year, I started lifting weights again after a long hiatus because of COVID and things. And uh, I woke up the next day and could not lift my arm to my head. <laughs> you remember this? You were part of these conversations. Yeah, yeah. And uh, Mike diagnosed it over the phone and gave me a healing reg, not a workout regimen. It was just like. Wrap that thing in heat, 10 minutes a day, 10 minutes, three times a day. You should be better in like 24 hours. And this guess what? Like, he was right. Was this like a bicep thing? Was it? Was, it, was that what it was? It was, like, I, oh, I, had, it was I don't know why my biceps situation. hurt. So, oh, your tricep. Yeah, that's right. It was like, yeah. you, you did like, you did like, <laughs> you did like the most rigorous tricep workout. You're like, I didn't, I didn't focus on my triceps at all. Hey, wait, is this, hold on. Is this about making fun of me or is this about hyping up Mike? Because, there's, there's, you know, let's let's. I would get never, it, get I would order. never take any opportunity to make fun of you, Greg. <laughs> anyway, Mike is very good at his job, and you can reach him at Next Level Training NYC at gmail oh, Hey, Enough, you know what? I could, you know. I can jump in here too. Look, I, I generally, I, st- I have my own little workouts that I like to do. I'm just like, okay, I'm gonna do this, I'm gonna do that, whatever. Can't you see? I've, can't you read the signs? Do this. Don't do that. Can't do you read this, the signs? Don't do that. Blocking out the scenery. Last summer, the signs were so big they were breaking my mind. Uh, I was last summer. I was visiting Mike, and we we're out for like about a week, and so we're just like kind of just a uh, kind of a no, a no real no real structure to the days. And it's like yeah, I'm gonna, okay. I'm gonna get my workout in. Whatever. I'm gonna do some do some push-ups or squats or whatever. He's like, hey, he's like, oh, let's try some stuff. And he throws some new stuff at me that I never did. He put me through some ab workout that I, like, I'm like, I've, I've never done these ab exercises before. And I, I was feeling it for a week, a week solid afterwards. Not to the, not to a debilitating degree, but to like a, wow, this, that was awesome. Good feeling. Definitely, yeah, that good feeling. Yeah. If you're looking for something new, like, if you're like me, and you're in your late 40s, and you've been doing the exact same kind of exercising your entire life, they got some new stuff now. There's innovations. You're saying yeah. you were working on one level, and you were brought to a next level. Yeah. 
I mean, and what else I've, do you people and, need to hear? But, but also throughout my entire, like, <laughs> for as long as I can remember that I've been working out, I've been working out with Mike. Since as long we, as I can remember, go, I wanted to work out like a gangster. As long as I can remember, I wanted to be a gangster that worked out every day. <laughs> R.I.P. Ray Liotta. <laughs> oh, man, that's way to bring it down. Hey, sorry. We, you know, we, if we're quoting the guy or the character he played. Anyway. So that's that's what we have to say about Mike. Um. Also, his kid can do like a like a deadlift. That's pretty impressive. Well, uh, his kid's a beast. Yeah. So, um, what does that tell you? Well, so what does I that mean, tell you? Mike Mike kind of desensitized me to seeing people do impossible athletic feats because he would do them so regularly. You know, he'd be like, "Oh, I'm gonna I'm gonna take this shot." I'm going to take this, a shot on the basketball. I'm going to take a shot with this basketball. I'm going to take this basketball. Give me that basketball. I'm going to take this. I'm going to go, but I'm going to go way over here behind a tree and over the fence or whatever. And then he just like first try, he, he, he'll hit it. Um, what's, what's the YouTube channel where the, the, the guys do things like that? Something like something cool. I don't know. I mean, we, we could do a whole other podcast, I guess, about that. But. Mike something cool <laughs> it's so they like you know they like throw a frisbee through five uh garbage cans and it lands on a on a pelican's uh tail yeah and then yeah, like every as it's time going through the air, it opens like so, four bottles like okay so here's the thing those those guys i think people realize anybody like they, make, hold on if anybody can make that happen throwing a frisbee through how many garbage cans did i say three i i don't know Several garbage cans, opening five bottles of ketchup on the way, and then landing on a pelican's tail. I I will I will click like on that video. Those, those videos though that we're that we're describing, I think a lot of people are familiar with them, and everyone knows the trick is it's just they're they're filming like fifty, and then you see yeah. the one where it, it worked. But what I'm telling you is, Mike generally gets it on the first try every time. Like whatever the new thing. Oh, let me try this. Boom, he does it to the point where I'm wizard. like, huh? He's a fitness wizard. Well, it's less fitness and more just uh, physical prowess, I suppose. Uh, feats. All right. Physical feats. All right. Now, Chris, what do In you fact, have to talk about? <laughs> what do I have for to yourself? talk about? For yourself. What do you, what do you got to plug for yourself? ChrisGeruso.com. You'll get the latest on whatever it is I'm up to. Any recent announcements? Anything you talk about recently? Uh, recently, like an announcement that might have been public news. Re- recently, I was sanctioned to share the cover to the next graphic novel that I have drawn, called Officer Clossum, which is written by our previous guest on the episode Legend, Brian Smitty Smith. Correct. I have seen it. It is good. Uh, the I cover has been tweeted and Facebook posted and Instagrammed. So you can go find that. Uh, you can you can find me in all those places if you can spell that comes my name. Out, that comes out in 2023, right? Yeah. All right, so we'll have time to talk about that again. Sure. If there's any more Tom Cruise movies, is there any more coming? Mission Impossible there's at least, 7. There's at least two. Dead Reckoning Part 1 and Dead Reckoning Part 2. What do you got? What do you got in the canon? Uh, what do you got you in go the to, sleeve? 
You go to gregshegel.com, G-R-E-G-G-S-C-H-I-G-I-E-L.com for the, the litany of the things I do. But the big thing I do now that I want people to know about and pay attention to and help me with is Superhero Universe. It's a series of chapter books for kids, say, 7 to 10. And they are about animal superheroes. And they are a combination of illustrated text and comics. And there's three books now. A fourth book might be out by the time this episode drops or within like five days of this episode. That book is called Hero Size. They're available on Amazon. If you search Superhero on Amazon, you will find them. Here's what I need people to do. Not want, need. I need people to either buy this book or read it on Kindle Unlimited if you're a subscriber. And then I need you to rate it five stars and write a review. The review could be very short. It could be whatever you want to write. But I need reviews on this thing, gang. Um, I got three more right books now. coming. I can tell you right now. It's good stuff. Thank you, Christopher. So that's the big one. And uh, in fact, there's even a website, superherouniverse.com, and that'll redirect you to gregshegel.com. So everything's covered. Check it's these no books one... out. Hero size, do you say? That's the next book coming out. And Stars that's because... Uh, a shape-changing crocodile named Scale. Shape-changing or, or, or size? No. Or size-changing. Size size-changing. Size. You're right. He can he shrinks down and, re- and goes back to normal size. I saw the cover. Scale. I've seen the cover to this. He's sitting on the he's on the tip of the finger of a of a horse guy. He's on the tip of the finger of Warhorse. Warhorse. Yeah. Who is a, uh, a brilliant strategist and uh, and uh, leader of of superheroes. It's a good book. It's a good book. It's taken me a little longer to do it because there've been some interruptions, but uh, I have about 5 pages left to ink. And then I, mean, I put more the for the break together. that we're recording right now, you'd probably be drawing it. Yeah, so I should probably get talk back about to drawing an, it. Talk about an interruption. Yeah, I know. Talk about an back? interruption. Hey, what do you have talk to get back to? Talk about an interruption. So there's an interruption. What do you have to get back to, Chris? Um, I've got uh, some various odds and ends types of things I'm doing. I gotta, I gotta, I gotta deal with. Get myself ready, see, but uh, yeah, it's all I, building. I, I, Okay, it's all building. It's all building. Finish, finish your thing. Um, I'm basically, I'm just kind of, I'm resting until it's time to to put the pedal to the metal on Officer Clausen Book Two. All right, now ask me what I got to get back to, Greg. Yeah, what do you got to get back to? I got to get back to this episode of Cruising Together. Oh. We're back, ready for round two. That's a low flying plane. What do we have here? Here I thought we were special. Fellas, this here's Bagman. Hangman. Whatever. So much sass amongst these recruits. Everyone here is the best there is. Who the hell are they going to get to teach us? Captain Pete Maverick Mitchell. Let me be perfectly blunt. You are not my first choice. You are here at the request of Admiral Kazansky, a.k.a. Iceman. He seems to think that you have something left to offer the Navy. It's weird that he says, a.k.a. Iceman. 
respect, He's flying sir. upside down. I'm not a teacher. Inverted. I just want to manage expectations. What a maverick. Look at that smile. That smile, huh? Don't 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 look at me like that. Yeah. Like what? Like what? All I, I see like that in this look. trailer. All I can see is so much real G's. Like there's so much real G forces. Imagine how bad this movie would have been without if it was the real just actors pretending. <laughs> actors acting <laughs> like there were G forces. Yeah, yeah. You can't fake that moving your head around a little bit. Absolutely not. I bet you in those push-up scenes they had to do every push-up. They did. They, they all did two hundred. <laughs> yeah. Death Star. That's right. I'm not going to make the same mistake. Jeez. Uh, they're all coming back from this. He was talking about the I enemy. A, I got a real question about that football game. The football, offense and defense at the same time? That just can't be done. I got a real question about that football game. I got a lot of questions about this movie. For a simple Foley movie, we, I got a lot of questions. Only we had an opportunity to talk about this movie. <laughs> Gonna put on the brakes, they'll fly right by. They just, they just showed him inverted a second time. <laughs> Wait, hold on, say that again. <laughs> I missed it. I missed it. Well, it was actually earlier, but I think he may have done it a little bit there. Uh, I'm gonna, I'm gonna put on the brakes, they'll fly right by, or slam on the brakes. One of the two. Yeah. That's from the movie, right? I only saw it once, yeah. guys. Yeah, yeah. Well, hey, it's I in, only saw it in once. the first one too. It's uh, it's in the original no, one. Yeah, also. I definitely remember that movie. Drops oh, yeah. down in the planes, and then he comes up behind them, and he locks yeah. in. They're All really right, in so, those planes. Do we need to talk about really how they're really planes. in those? Do we need to talk about how they're really in those planes? Yeah, let's talk about it. I got to the point where, like, I forgot every trailer, every prediction. The only thing I knew going into this movie was they're really in those planes. <laughs> And, and how did that affect your ability to to really like consume the movie? Did it did it heighten it? Did you give a shit? Like, well, like I said, if they hadn't really been in those planes, and it turned out to just be actors pretending, would have ruined yeah. the whole movie. All right. What do you I think, think? It added to. I think it added a little bit to the authenticity of it. <laughs> <laughs> I mean, if you had told me. That that was all an effect. I would have believed it as much as anything else. If you showed me those scenes, and then you and then and then you put it and then you put it side by side with like people on a roller coaster, <laughs> I would not have been able to tell the difference. What if you put those scenes next to scenes of Star Wars from 1977? Well, I mean, obviously they're in space in Star Wars. I'd be yes. able to tell the difference there. I'm not talking about their location. I'm talking about the effect of the G's. There's no G's in space. That's also true. I had a screenwriting professor in college who did not like the movie Star Wars. I may have talked about this once before. Because there's because there's no sound in space? Yeah, and there's an explosion at the end, and you shouldn't yeah. hear that explosion. It's, yeah, yeah. It really yeah. kills the theatrics when you can hear things. That's a real... <laughs> I call that a real Neil deGrasse Tyson move. <laughs> <laughs> Yeah. All right. So when we last left off, I was saying there were things that I thought the first movie did better. And uh, I think the thing the first movie did better was uh, emotions. Goose dying 
was way more emotionally affecting than anything in this second movie. They should have had Goose die again in this movie. <laughs> they should have done something that had Get all more the same notes. Have Goose die again. Yeah, Greg, I think you're right, though. Yeah. In terms Thank of, you. Uh, Thank you, Mike. The level. <laughs> in terms of the emotion. I'm trying to now, now I'm trying to figure out in Top Gun 2 if there is ever a moment like that. Where... Well, I mean, they, they build it around this, this relationship with Maverick and Rooster. Yeah, yeah, yeah. But it's like. It's so shallow in its in its presentation, yeah. And the resolution could, just sort of happens. They could have developed that more. A hundred percent. That'd be something yeah, later on uh, in the show. You know, but uh, if I that. may, if I may, yeah. I'll say this: uh, in the first Top Gun, right, the whole uh, a huge chunk of the movie is about goose dying and then his his breakdown, and it's it's, it's like maybe a third of the movie is that. And so, right. Um, it's you know it's a different movie. I'm saying this it's movie a, is you know longer what? than. Yeah. Hey, you know what? You know what? You know what? It's a different movie. I'm saying this movie. It's is a different longer kind. Than it's a different about. kind of movie altogether. It's exact, it's, I'm it's the almost, exact same kind. They of have movie. almost nothing in common. These two movies. It's beat for beat the same, almost the exact same movie, but it's longer. And also less emotionally it's grounded. It's like one movie's about one thing, and the new movie's yeah. about an entirely different thing. <laughs> I guess you know what you've maybe convinced me. Right, that they're so different. So I, I don't even know why they have the same title. So I forgive the shorthand that they have by not, you know, just killing somebody the way bloodthirsty Greg here was like hoping for oh, no. every every at the turn of every scene. They killed a little character named Iceman. Don't forget it. It killed Iceman. Would this movie have been better if Iceman died in a plane? Like uh, if he got shot down? He's still he's still no. sick. I don't yeah. I do. He's like he he's he shows up and he's like he barely gets out of his last breath. I told you you could be my wingman anytime. And then he chomps right before yeah, he dies. And then he, and then he dies. Yeah, it's uh I don't know that the movie would have been better for that. It would have been funnier. Yeah, here I go, you know, trying to make jokes about things that I'm just not emotionally equipped to handle. So, you know, well, I got to turn it into something we can laugh at. On the flip side, uh, the the action and the general plot of this movie was stronger, even though it was Star Wars. Like the last one. Star it's Wars, like, I, but it, was, it was very clear. Like okay, this is what you have to do. Here's how we're yeah. training to do it. There's like a little bit of kar- yes. like a little bit of Karate Kid in it, you know, a little bit of Rocky in it. Like yeah. okay, we're training to do this. Well, thing. you did talk about Rocky with with the first Top Gun as well. <laughs> did I? <laughs> yeah, I think you said it was like, it was Rocky meets Star Wars meets GI Joe. <laughs> I believe was your assessment of Top Gun original flavor, original recipe. So this is Top Gun extra crispy. Uh. Yeah, I, I thought this the story of this was cleaner. Like, I'm still not entirely sure what Iceman wins a trophy for in the first one. Well, he he's he's ranked the highest in the class. Maybe I should rewatch Top Gun. I don't really want to, but maybe one day I will. All, all I the did. training, all the training they did. <laughs> Mike, is that right? You watched both movies today. Well, here's I don't I I may not have I may not. Uh, have gotten this completely right, but Iceman 
it seems like wins the top pilot award or whatever. Right. Uh, in the first, first one. But I guess if Tom, if Pete Mitchell is second in second place or whatever, maybe he gets to be an instructor also. I, I thought it might've only been the winner gets to be invited to be an instructor there. But I guess that's not the case because in the very last, well, or one I, of think the last the, I think the ranks, the ranking right? I think had nothing to do with whether or not you oh, get to teach there because oh, okay. Kelly McGillis was a have... teacher and she never oh, okay. flew a plane at all. So you just have to be at top gun at some point and then you can like as a pilot, any pilot might be, have the eligibility to be a instructor there. Well, well, this entire group is the best of the best. Right. And they all well, seem we all to know be that. of the same class. But after you graduate, I guess it's a rule that you can go back and teach. But I guess what I'm saying is in the first right. Top Gun, like it seems mm-hmm. all their conflicts with the MiGs were accidental. Like they weren't sent on a mission to fight MiGs. They just happened to be in the same yeah, airspace. Yeah. And then there's like, uh-oh, MiGs. Right. Yeah, they went to go on a rescue mission of some of a ship. I think. Oh, is that what is that what happens? Or provide they provided like support aerial support for another mission that was happening, some rescue mission, and Uh, then they encountered all the MIGs there. Well, the original I was the original MIG encounter occurred before they went to Top Gun. Yeah, when he did the inverted thing and flipped the guy the bird. He was inverted before that. they even made it to Top Gun. Yeah. And it galled the Admiral to say it, but he had to send them to Top Gun. Yeah. Yeah, I'm telling I'm sending you two whatever knuckleheads, <laughs> what does he say? <laughs> yeah, something like that. I'm gonna I'm gonna do something that I'm gonna give you your dream of and then he says that and he's I'm, I'm sending send you, you guys two knuckleheads <laughs> to yeah. Top Gun. And then he goes question. after, and, and then right. he goes after and looks for Marty McFly. Yeah. Right. Question about this movie. All right. New question about Top Gun Maverick. Okay. So they got to go destroy the Death Star. In support of destroying the Death Star, they send about a hundred missiles out of another ship to take out all the anti-aircraft and to blow up the runway, right? And these mm-hmm. are like targeted missiles that can do these things from thousands of miles away, or maybe why not hundreds, make the, whatever. Why not make the entire plane out of that targeted missile? Why not send the two of these targeted missiles towards the hole in the bottom of the ravine? Maybe Good they're point. not that precise. Maybe not. Yeah. Maybe they're not that. And you know, and they and they would. Be, it, it, maybe they would be seen coming and get blown out of the sky because they'd All have. Right, they, but they also for that to launch would have movie, to be. For, they have the, to be what? It, they would. It would be coming over that mountain, which would be within range of the the missiles that they had to blast anything out of the sky coming over. So like the plane's advantage was we're coming in low underneath your guns and your radar. It seems like Ed Harris should have showed up and said, Hey, 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 unmanned aircraft. We could send these drones as low as you want. And they could just drop a little, drop a little bomb yeah, yeah. in the hole. Yeah. That, that occurred to me on the second rewatching. Is it like, you know, I think Ed Harris is right. <laughs> <laughs> And then what, like, what does Maverick really save? Right. He's like, Oh, I'm doing, I'm, I'm thinking of, you know, like, you know, you know, what's going to happen if you dis, if you don't come back, he's like, well, I'm thinking of what, what'll happen to everyone else. If I don't, you know, like he's got to test this thing, get it up to mock show that it works. 
Right. But then he destroys the thing anyway. So like now what yeah. happens to those people that he was trying to save their job? What what is going to happen to them? They're just going to get shifted to some other position in the military? I don't know, but that brings up the thing I read on vulture.com. You're not supposed to think about these things. It's it's just cool cuz he's cool. Let me see if I can find this article. I should have brought this up earlier. Okay, here we go. Here's a thing on vulture.com. The article is called so just to bring you up to speed, Mike, in my precap, mm-hmm. here's what I got right. I said, the movie starts off with Maverick flying an experimental jet plane and it crashes. But we don't see a crash. We just, it, it crashes and, and Maverick mir- miraculously survives the crash. This is and the then, precap. This was the precap. Nice. And then my precap ended by saying, and he goes through a whole mission and stuff with new recruits and he's teaching. And then you find out that he's been dead the whole time. And everything we've seen <laughs> has been him in like a death dream, like a sixth sense kind of thing. Sort of like he's just, he's dead and he's having this like hallucinate hallucination of his life, but it's sort of a little weird. Like it looks like the life he had. You're going to have to listen to it, Mike. It's good. like yeah, a vanilla okay. sky, like a vanilla sky. All right. I didn't then, see that movie. And then yeah. he learns that he's been, he's died. And Goose shows up and takes him uh, off to the to the hereafter on a on a special ghost plane. So the article in, in Vulture published May 29th, 2022. And again, I want to point out that our precaps came out in December of 2020. Theory: Top Gun Maverick is mostly a death dream. And this article purports. That after he crashes the experimental plane in the beginning, everything from that point on, Maverick is dead. And it's all a death dream hallucination. So all these people citing this Vulture article, um, I did it first. Thank you and good night. (laughs) That's right. There is something to be said. Well done, Greg. which, Which actually turns us into, I'm going right into it. We're going into cruise control. We're starting with cruise control because that little segment dovetails into one of my cruise controls. Now, cruise control for people who are new to this program is the segment wherein we discuss what we would change about the movie would that we were in control. So I'll tell you right now, my first change was you reveal that Tom Cruise has been dead the whole time. Make it a death dream. Wow. Mostly so that I could be right. Not so that this vulture writer could be right, but I want to be right. Well, I have a similar, I have a similar, um, would like to have been right. And therefore that's influenced one of my cruise control segments. <laughs> All right. Let's list. hear we'll, we'll, we'll go around the horn. I have three, um, I have three cruise controls. So just they, for the record. They, uh, the, the, prem- the premise of this mission, uh, would have us w- relies on us to, to suspend belief, to think, the U.S. military isn't the number one superpower globally. <laughs> right. That that somebody else has planes better than the U.S. planes. Right. They frequently stress how outgunned they are by these fifth-generation fighter planes. These are fifth-generation fighter planes. 
Yeah. You're dead. You don't stand a chance against these fifth generation fighter planes. <laughs> um, so which like, so like, yeah, that's, it's hard to believe. So I, I think it would help sell the authenticity of, uh, the superior military jets of the enemy if they are revealed to be Decepticons with call signs, Starscream, Thundercracker, Skywarp, Ramjet, Thrust, and Dirge. Then it's like, yeah, amazing. they definitely, yeah, they, they definitely have superior weapons. And, and, and then that would definitely make the, the uh, Americans underdogs. That's good cruise control. Mike, in, Mike. in the precap, Mike, in the precap, I predicted that the entire movie would be a franchise crossover between the Transformers franchise and the Top Gun franchise, based solely Trans-fies. on the fact that, that I, said, I say it wrong. It's a Transformers franchise and a Top Gun transfize. <laughs> <laughs> That's what you call a franchise that has a 36 year gap because it has to trans <laughs> has to like transpose over all that time. Uh. This is uh do you not are you not aware of uh uh that there's more than one movie with Top Gun in the name? That's a franchise. That's a transfise. <laughs> but I based this because there was a toy that existed called Maverick that turned into a robot. It was a jet that turned into a robot called Maverick. Branded Top Gun and Transformers. So I thought it was a huge crossover. I was wrong. I'm man enough to admit I was wrong. But it what what was I right about, control. Greg? I don't know. I don't remember anything I was right about. You were right about. Um, did I well, did I say did I say Rooster was going to sing "Great Balls of Fire," or yes. was that in the trailer? No, you did say it. I think the trailer just shows him playing piano, but you said he sings "Great Balls of Fire." Okay, all right. So that's that's not too. You hard predicted to guess. that Iceman dies, although you in your version he was on Mars. <laughs> he was on Mars after getting shot down by the Decepticons. <laughs> you predicted with awesome call signs. You you figured out Penny's role in the movie way more than I did. Like you said, she ran the bar and like they I, had a. But I think I think I knew that all that like all the stuff I was right about was because it was de- definitely in the trailer. I think like I don't so think she it's was clear in the, in the trailer that she owns the bar. She's working it. You think she just works at the bar? It. Oh, oh, she she's has working to own it. it. Hey, she's working it all right. Oh, so you guys wrote these. You guys wrote these precaps after seeing the trailer. Yes. Yeah. 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 Okay. All right. All I we knew was that. the trailer. Okay. I thought you were going cold. No. Yes. No. For anybody listening, okay. I would say go back to that episode and listen to those precaps. The whole episode's pretty good, but those precaps are pretty choice. Got it. Yeah. Uh, Mike, do you have any cruise controls? I have two more. This. Yeah. I just have one that I'm going to need help with in terms of any kind of uh, to extrapolate on this one, but hey, I was. We'll- We'll be your wingmen. <laughs> so here, here's the uh, twist. It would be something where Goose, or no, Rooster, goes through his uh, training, and he's not necessarily training to be a wingman, but he's the pilot, right? He's the actual lead pilot. So in this scenario, Maverick. Maybe it's age, maybe as one of my, I was running this by one of my clients today who's like 12 years old. And he said, he said something like, yeah, what if, what if uh, Maverick has arthritis and he can't be (laughs) the main pilot? (laughs) And, you know, I suggested there, what was he doing to get arthritis? And we threw around some ideas like, yeah, he was like, 
playing way too many video games. You know, he was playing. He was playing. Um, <laughs> what was he playing? He, he mentioned oh, the game you... too. No, not even that because that's too much in his field. It was oh, so he's playing. Uh, what's the one everybody played in the early part of the pandemic where you were little? You had like little islands and you lived on farm oh, that's animal. Fortnite? Fortnite? Not Fortnite. No, no. It was like cute animal animals something? that like animal animal crossing crossing yeah yeah, yeah. Animal it, wasn't crossing? That. it was not that but it was something similar he it was, was a like, minecraft no it wasn't even that i'll have to ask him tetris and report report back to you tetris? <laughs> no but so anyways hubert <laughs> maybe no um mr do warlords <laughs> deadly discs of tron i'm gonna go with i'm gonna go with well this doesn't this wouldn't apply, but I, I was going to say Galaga. I was going to say Galaga. Galaga, all right. That wouldn't really. It has to be something opposite. What about Donkey Kong? Did you Don- say Donkey, what you say? Donkey Kong? Donkey Kong? Yeah. Donkey Kong. Isn't it? <laughs> okay. Greg said <laughs> Donkey Kong. It's like this gorilla that's like playing basketball. <laughs> yeah, Donkey yeah. Kong. He's like trying okay. to dunk those barrels on top of Mario's <laughs> <Right>. head. <laughs> Yeah, tapper? What about Tapper? Yeah. Could have been Tapper? I don't know that one. What is that? The, the, serving the beer. beer. The beer game. Oh, okay. All right. They had that a Chuck E. Cheese. Centipede. Gyro, well, Millipede. <laughs> Marble Madness. Yeah, Gyrus. How about Marble Madness? Classic. Could be. Could be. Anyways. So, so arthritis? Maverick. Maverick is now the wingman in the situation. I know his arthritis game. is bad enough. Um, he can't be Top Gun, but he can still be a wingman. It's yeah, one of yeah. it's it's one of two <laughs> games. It's either track and field because you got to hit those buttons so fast. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> or okay. that or the Karate Champ one where you have to like the two joysticks make all the moves. You guys know that game, Karate Champ. <laughs> I'm karate trying to remember. Champ. Yeah, <laughs> I, I Karate Champ. Remember. There were no buttons. There were no buttons. In karate. It was just two joysticks, and like. You'd move one. You'd like go. I'm putting my hands in front of the camera so you can so, see like so one. Maverick, so, Maverick, left. so Maverick's the wingman. Okay. But you yeah, try to get like, that. Hey, hold on. I got to keep naming <laughs> video games. So somehow it's Mr. like a train. <laughs> I don't know if I've ever played Mr. Do. So it's a good game. Chris is a big Just Mr. Quick, Do quickly fan. Quickly explain that. Quickly Chris, explain, explain Mr. Mr. Do. It's if Dig Dug was fun to play. <laughs> Got it. <laughs> is there a game that's like Cubert but fun to play? Cubert's fun to play. Is it? Is it? Ma- Maverick Frogger. is now wi- is now hey. a wingman because his arthritis. Guys, hold on, you guys remember that episode of Seinfeld <laughs> all about Frogger? Frogger's a good game. No. Yeah, but do you remember, remember that, that episode, episode of Seinfeld about Frogger? No. <laughs> I don't remember that one. Uh, George is trying to get a high score in Frogger at a pizza place. That, is that that's not the same one with the keys in the in the plot, pothole? It might be. Holy cow! Holy cow! Yeah. Which is not to be confused with the King of Kong, which is the documentary about Donkey Kong high scores. Got it. So <laughs> if Maverick is now the wingman, then what? <laughs> Pilot Wings Ooh. was a game on Super Nintendo. <laughs> Goose is now the lead, right? Or yeah. no, Rooster. Rooster. Oh, Rooster's the lead. And this is what transitions into maybe an, uh, the next movie where... True trans it's, it's just, it's like definitely, yeah. It's it's transitioning from... Uh, franchise to trans 
Yeah, exactly. It's it's for Rooster to now be in the limelight for the next six movies. It's for Rooster know? to know so. and Hangman to fuck around and find out. Holy jeez. <laughs> This one's gonna By have way, an explicit on it. Speaking, speaking of Hangman, this one's gonna have an explicit on it. I'm sorry, guys. I had to go for that joke. <laughs> one of, one of my notes regarding Hangman, Glenn Powell. Wait, is this still in cruise? Because we're still in cruise control. Yeah. No. No. Well, okay. Sorry. No. Hold that. I, note. I was. I was just gonna say if Rooster is the lead, maybe they both they crash into enemy territory, and they don't happen to steal that old school plane and they have to navigate out of there some other way. That's another 30 minutes of action right there. In in that way, like somehow his arthritic hands help. <laughs> <laughs> like he has yeah. to get behind something that only his crooked mangled yeah. hand can get in. Well, this is what he, he stumbles upon a little arcade that happens to be there in the enemy territory. And there's a video game, the dusty old video game. They all get caught up in the fact that he's going to get to a kill screen. Isn't that so? Isn't the, the premise entire of Starman? Wait, but isn't that the premise of Starman? Like the guy's good at a video game and then goes to space and s- saves the world. Uh, that's I don't remember that movie. Star. It's not Starman. It's a uh... sure. Yeah, I think it's, it's called Starman. I think it's not. Are we looking it up? Should we look it up? Or I'll look do we up. continue with uh, cruise control? We can continue with cruise control. I actually came up with another cruise control. Because I, I have another one. I have. That's I have that's, that's unless Mike, Mike do, you, do you have more, Mike? Do you have, are, are you continuing oh, that's it. on Those, this? No, that's basically it. Just Rooster taking the lead, and then maybe they get they crash, and they can't steal that plane, and then the adventures continue, that kind of thing. So... There is a scene where Maverick is riding his motorcycle down the runway. And I I don't know if this is after he's, uh, this might be just after he's been told he's going to to Top Gun Island and he's like, and he's leaving or, but he's, but it doesn't really matter. The scene is he's riding his motorcycle down the runway as a plane is also taken off down the runway. And then the the plane takes flight. And as I was watching it, I just kind of had this feeling like, the motorcycle is going to take flight now too. <laughs> like, I, like, like I just thought, I, I, I was just kind of expecting it. Like, even though that doesn't make any sense. Yeah. I would have liked to have seen that though. Like if I could, if I could add that in, <laughs> I would have the plane, the plane take off. And then the motorcycle also takes off and he flies off to Top Gun Island on his motorcycle. Yeah. That's pretty good. And he uh, goes by the moon, like he goes right by the moon. <laughs> <laughs> he gets silhouetted. Well, it was daytime, so maybe better silhouette in front of the sun, like an eclipse. Yeah, yeah. could be. Yeah. Uh, my next cruise control is there's been a lot of hay made of the fact that Meg Ryan and Kelly McGillis are not in this movie. And also Tom Skerritt is not in this movie. And neither is Tim Robbins. Like a lot of the, the old guys are not in this movie. But I feel like the guy who should have been in this movie is our boy Stinger, played by James Tolkien, a.k.a. Principal Strickland from the Back to the Future movies. I would have liked to have seen him do something. Welcome back to Top Gun. Something like he, maybe he's like a desk guy at Top Gun, 88 years old. 
but he's still like full of piss and vinegar. That would have been you cool. again. He should have been in Ed Harris's role. Sure. Have the same guy send sense. him back to Top Gun. Yeah. Not just a perfect. different, not just a different bald guy who's angry at him. <laughs> That's right. Same guy. Same bald guy who's angry he at could've, him. He could have had the same line like uh McFly, you're just like your old man. Yeah. He could have said something like that he with said uh, that to Rooster. <laughs> yeah, yeah. Yeah. Exactly. But... Your father was a goose and you're a goose too. <laughs> Your father, your father died ejecting from a plane. Yeah. You're going to die ejected from a plane too. And I'm going to piggyback and say, I wish he had been playing a different song than Great Balls of Fire. It was like it was just too on the nose. I'll forgive that because I agree. because this kid remembers his dad playing that song, like it's the last thing he remembers about his dad. <laughs> I guess. I guess so. And and it was awesome. Everyone was happy. They're together. I mean, it was so imprinted on him that he dresses like him and wears a mustache like him. He even has a mustache like him. And he, which, by the way, he has, want, the, he has the exact same same head shape as his dad too. By the head way, shape, but, Hawaiian shirt. <laughs> well, they recognize him been... from they recognize it from the photo. It's like who's that guy next to Maverick? That guy's got a mustache. <laughs> Who else do we know that's got a mustache? <laughs> They must be father and son. Yeah. yeah. Well, they looked at the last names. Bradley. No, it's not Bradley. His first name is Bradley. Bradley Benchmark or whatever his name is. Bradley Braddock. Braddock. Who who, who remembers? <laughs> um, hey, it's funny. First Top Gun. I watched the first Top Gun today. And as soon as um, Rooster is in the movie as a little kid, Actually, Maverick's holding him and carrying him. And, of course, I, I go to – I say to Margarita, look, there's Rooster. <laughs> you know, I'm so happy to see him. And he's on the piano while they're playing Great Balls of Fire. I mean, there and... could have been a very – like a three-minute sort of montage showing Maverick growing up with this kid, taking on a father figure role, and then a rift that separates yeah. them. So then when they meet up again at Top Gun, it's like, oh, there's tension here. Yeah. That was well, an unintentional uh, you know, cruise control. There's there's a there's a lot of ground to like. How, it's like how do you do that? I just said and it. I, it's a three minute montage. <laughs> you see the movie Up. In the first like four minutes of Up, they tell an entire life story that affects people emotionally to their core. Yeah. Yeah. After four minutes of Up, you start bawling. For no <laughs> yeah. <reason>. Well. <laughs> yeah. But actually, Greg, um, Meg Ryan, I believe, her character. Yeah. Has died. Yes. Right? Yeah. So, okay. But I guess the criticisms revolve around, why couldn't you have written a movie where she was still alive and have her in it? The fans, fans of Top Gun demand to see Meg Ryan, their favorite Top Gun character. I like Meg Ryan. Well, I'm just saying. I'm, 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 I'm saying this is the, this is the argument they're making, right? They wanted yeah. to see her? I think. I think, yeah. I mean, I don't know how many people were fired up about Meg Ryan, but I have one more cruise control, and I, I want it to be the last one. Well, I'm out. Okay. This one's important. Mike, do you have any more? I'm good. I'm good. Okay. All right. This one's important. So I, I feel like there should have been a scene in this movie where Tom, well, I'm sorry, Maverick, oh boy, slip. Uh, Freudian slip much? 
where Maverick is over at Penny's, maybe at the bar. Yeah, maybe they're at the, in the kitchen of the bar, and Penny is showing him like around the around like the kitchen and saying like, "Oh yeah, here's where we make the soft pretzels. Here where we do this." He's like, "Oh, soft pretzels," and she starts teaching him how to make soft pretzels or like <laughs> dinner rolls or whatever. Yeah, and he's like, he, he doesn't understand any of the process, and she's just like, "No, you got to get into the got to get into the dough." <laughs> And he's like, he starts messing with dough and he's uncomfortable. She's like, no, no, you need to feel the need. <laughs> you have to feel the need. <laughs> I didn't know where you were going with it, but I knew it was going to be good. And I feel like that should have really been in the movie to, to give, to, if you're going to keep hitting every yeah. nostalgia button, that button was never hit. Yeah. They sure said. That's good. That's yeah, good. Thank you. And uh, that concludes uh, Cruise Control. All right. Can I, can I uh, make a comment about that, Greg? Sure. Absolutely. <laughs> <laughs> I don't know why I just asked you for, for permission to talk. Because um, I'm a hard ass. Because I'm, like, <laughs> I'm like Cyclone over here. It's so, almost as if so Greg has, has given us the impression he's going to interrupt anything we say. <laughs> So I'm I'm talking to Margarita as I'm watching Not Tetris. <laughs> as I'm watching Top Gun, the original. Dun- Donkey yeah. Kong. And I say, and I say uh, what do I say? I said, like, I remember I feel the need, the need for speed for in the first movie. This second movie I don't feel has that tagline to it. You know? Yeah, there is I mean, no unless, there's no I don't remember I mean, a zippy a zippy tagline. Well there's a few that but they aren't as I don't think as memorable. Well, you I mean, down? it's not the, it. it's not the plane, it's the pilot. Sure, like that's one. Um, don't think, do right. That's one of them. Yeah. And then, of course, they bring back "Talk to Me, Goose." They say that like ten times. He <laughs> says it a movie. few times, and then Rooster says, the, "Talk to me, Rooster Dad." Says, Talk to me, Dad. Yeah, <laughs> yeah. yeah. <laughs> the very first line Tom Cruise says in Top Gun One is "Talk to me, Goose." I took note of that, but anyways. Um, I don't like that look, Maverick. It's the only look I got. <laughs> yeah, yeah. I do have a question about this movie. I so, am good, Rooster. Very good. <laughs> In lieu of a beach volleyball scene, there's a beach football scene predicated on mm-hmm. this is a training exercise that they're playing offense and defense, offense and defense at the same time and. Cyclone is just not having. He's nothing makes this guy nothing satisfies Cyclone. But during this football game, oh sh- oh boy! All right, <laughs> visual. Mike just pulled out of a closet a football, and he's totally spinning it on his hand. <laughs> Hangman? No, it's Rooster that does it, right? I don't even know. Rooster or Hangman? I just spin saw. The football. I saw this action. In the yeah. movie, just like the volleyball, you know, the, you know, the whole deal. So here's the question I have about that sequence. So in the movie they established, there is one lady Top Gun, Phoenix. Uh-huh. But there's another and- lady playing football. <laughs> oh, I did not know that. There was a second lady playing football. I, I did not know that. <laughs> well, there was. And I want to know. Have been a, there had to have been a second spitter. And I want to know, <laughs> who's that lady? Who's that lady? 
Well, if we look at the original list, is there any other females on the, you know, when they flash the screen? No, there are, there are, there are two, there are two characters in the, on the IMDb page for the movie. One of them is Manny Jacinto plays a guy named Fritz. And he is not in this movie, I think outside of like two shots in the whole thing. Manny Jacinto, you may know as Jason Mendoza from The Good Place. Oh, yeah. Yeah. yeah I remember He's it was like a movie. big deal that when he got cast, it was like a big deal. Yeah. But that he was, plays- what, five years ago? <laughs> yeah. Yeah. So he's in like one shot, like when they're all standing around waiting for Maverick to show up. Uh-huh. And then there's somebody named Kara Wang, who's credited as Lieutenant Callie Halo Bassett. And so as far as I know, prob- she appeared. Maybe that's, maybe that's that lady. That might be who that lady is. But yeah. Now, all right. Now let's get into the form. Mike? Form? The form? Oh. Well, that's a good, that's a good segue because in the uh, beach scene, he does yeah. reach his top speed. Do you and... think he reaches – all right, hold on. He reaches top speed in the beach scene or when he's running through the woods to get to Rooster at the end? I think in both cases, he's close to max. Yeah. yeah. I mean, he's he has a bunch by, of equipment. He certainly weighed down by equipment. Like his, yeah. yeah. So I think um, he has maintained good posture. He was in uh, – he, he had good arm form. form? His form was <laughs> tight. <laughs> he did get tackled, and I have to admit I was just having – being someone that's had many orthopedic issues – I was a little concerned for him when he got tackled, to be honest. <laughs> so, well, because you knew. You could, you could feel it. I could feel that. You yeah. felt the G-forces. I felt that yeah. similar to when I was feeling the Kenny Loggins song a right. little bit, you know, that kind of thing. But You also um, knew he does his own stunts, so you knew that wasn't yeah. an effect. Yeah, yeah. Yeah. So, but I did like the whole um, game of offense and defense at the same time to create that chaotic kind of environment. Um, but getting back to the form, he had good knee, you know, knee flexion, arm flexion, elbow flexion, um, high knees. How about the stride? Problem. Stride length was good. Stride frequency was good. You know? So. <laughs> How about the foot strike? Yeah. Foot strike was good. He hit the ball of his foot first, and then his heel followed. So, but uh, I was just impressed with his uh, physical condition. Just period, you know, because he's—I think he's going to be sixty this month, maybe or next month. I believe when they that. shot the movie, he was fifty-six. Okay, so yeah, I believe he's fifty-eight now. I think he's almost sixty right now. Yeah, Hold double on, check I, that. I but could, I could check on this. I'm almost positive he is. Here's what is... I can tell you. I, here's what I know for sure. His full name is Thomas Cruz Maypother the Fourth, <laughs> and Chris can tell you how tall he is. Five seven and a half. What else do you need to know, Mike? That he was born in Syracuse. That's I know right. That, yeah. He was also born in Syracuse. <laughs> oh yeah, I forgot to mention at the top when we introduced our guest that uh, you know we came up together on the mean streets of Syracuse. <laughs> <laughs> Me, Chris, and Tom Cruise 
We're all born in the same area. <laughs> but I'm pretty sure I didn't look it up, but you I think you are now, right? I'm looking up the age, yeah. So you guys you guys vamp. Yeah. Well, you know, we're talking about uh I mean, do you have any more to add about the fitness yeah. report here, the form? Because I Not feel like really. this is naturally dovetailing into other things we really like about Tom. You're talking about Top Toms? Yes. <laughs> Mike, that jingle is from a song by the Tom Tom Club. That's right. Which is why we play it for Top Toms. And Top Toms, for anybody who's new to the show, is where we talk about our favorite Tom Cruise moments in the movie. I have two. I have four. Mike, how many do you have? Uh, I'm looking right now, actually. Okay. (laughs) (laughs) But, so... Go ahead and start, Chris. And yeah, I'll, you start since you have the I'll most. Start, of them. I'll start with like an easy one because we've well, we've already covered it. They're really in those planes. That's it. <laughs> All right, that's a pretty good one. Yeah. Um, Should I move right along to the next one? Well, I, can, I could give you one. Okay. Hey, I can give you one. Oh wait, update on the ages. Tom Cruise was fifty-six in two thousand eighteen when the movie was shot. He is 59 in 2022. But I guess he'll be turning 60, yeah, in July. Got it. 3rd of July. Okay. That's, I also know his birthday was July 3rd. All right, so it's coming up. It's coming up. Coming Happy up. 60th, Tommy. It's Can like, call him it's Tommy? like uh, you know, it's like uh, 4th of July would, uh, is, is, is a special day, and he's like, he, it's like, yeah, I'm going to get there early because, you know, and then, Tom doesn't. And then he was in that movie, Born on the 4th of July, right? Yeah. That's right. I mean, can you even imagine? Love you don't have to it. imagine it, friends. It happened. One of my favorite Tom Cruise moments in the movie, or rather, yeah, like as as Maverick, is when he uh, steals. He surreptitiously steals the plane as Cyclone is trying to move the goalposts, and suddenly the computers flare on. And wait, what's going on? I and love that scene. It. He's pulling the mission off and showing everybody how it's done. I mean, if there's ever an embodiment of being a maverick, that's that was it. it. Like even more than the experimental plane at the beginning. Like yeah. that was like he could he could sort of fudge that one. Like they're not here yet. I didn't get the news that I shouldn't fly this plane. This thing was him literally stealing a, a this, fighter. This plane. reminds me of the story of the four minute mile. Mike, are you familiar with this? You might be better equipped to discuss it. I don't know. Roger Bannister, you talking about him? I know this story. I know this story. Well, perhaps you're better equipped to tell it since this is your top Tom. Well, I only know it because there's an episode of Winning Time, the L.A. Lakers Dynasty. Did you guys watch that on Home Box Office Max? Not yet. I didn't see. I've heard about it. I've heard quite a bit about it. It's awesome. And one episode starts with uh, Jerry Buss, played by... Charles... uh, uh, No, John C. Riley, not Charles Nelson Riley. That's an entirely different Riley. Guys, (laughs) Guys, <laughs> John C. Riley playing Jerry Buss tells the story about what's the name of the guy who ran the four minute mile? Uh, 
I think he broke it. Roger Bannister. Yeah. So he's saying like for the longest time, nobody ran a mile faster than four minutes or whatever it was until this one guy, Roger Bannister did it. And then he, I can't remember the rest of it, but it's like this very cool scene where he's talking about the persistence of effort to do this thing that everybody thought was impossible. And he proved that it was possible and blah, blah, blah. Yeah. How's that for a rendition of that story, Chris? So the the missing part is that <laughs> wait, you hold on. You're suggesting <laughs> that what I just did was not thorough and detailed and nailing every aspect of a story from history that I couldn't even remember the guy's name. No, no, it's pretty good, but it's all set up. Like the punch, it comes that like then that same year, like five more people did it after he did. But it was like right. once he proved it was possible, everybody it stopped it stopped being this like mental barrier in anybody's head like it can't be done it's like oh well that guy did it i can do it and that's what tom was showing them that's what maverick was showing maverick. the top gun team here's it can be done let me show you right and then dr ian malcolm would say just because you can do something doesn't mean you should do it Hashtag yeah, Jurassic but he's talking Park. But he's talking about dinosaurs, which talk about dinosaurs, which Maverick is accused of being by Ed Harris. That's right. <laughs> You're headed for extinction. That's right. And then he's not today. He's headed for extinction. He's not today, sir. Which is we, covered in Instagram Graham episode two. <laughs> nice. <laughs> I'm glad I listened to all those today because I got that. It's all up in my brain. I'm glad you did as well. All right, who's got another Top Tom? I only have one more Top Tom, and it's my favorite. The second it happened in the movie, I'm like, that's my Top Tom. I recognize well, I it instantly. One, I have one that's uh, when him, when Maverick and um, Penny got together, and then I know what you're about. Penny's daughter comes home, Amelia comes home, and then they start acting like 17-year-olds that have just gotten caught in yeah. the bedroom, and he jumps out, and... She's standing right there. Standing right there. She says, just don't break her heart this yep. time or something like that. That was a nice moment that uh, was a nice the crowd moment. enjoyed. Think, crowd Amelia, was, Amelia's got a lot of emotional maturity. She does. She does. I She's studying like was, for tests. She's doing a lot. You know. That was a bit that I thought like was maybe meant to be funnier than it landed, at least in the theater I was in. That and the and the character of Bob, I think, were intended to be funnier than they landed. Yeah, I biggest agree. laugh yeah, of the movie, your... though. Which one, Bob? No, what's the which biggest is... laugh of the movie? Uh, I don't know when they all tackle Hondo on the beach. I have, I have the answer. Okay. Where am I? Earth. Uh. Oh, yeah. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> That got the yeah. biggest pop. I want to tell you about a moment here in this movie, guys. Can I share yeah. this with you? <laughs> Please do. That's why we're here. <laughs> so, so it's when Rooster is selected to on the mission and um, Iceman number two, uh, Hangman, Hangman. Is, is on the reserve. And then you think there might be some tension there, but it appears that Hangman is supportive but there's this moment when they they come together right before the mission starts. And then similar to in the movie uh, Glory, um, I'm bringing it back to that movie, but um, Hangman says, give him, give him hell, give him hell. Like, just like in 
glory when he's like a similar thing happened with uh in so that you're movie. saying this is a uh, a hack cliched thing that's in Top Gun Maverick. Uh been there done that is what you're saying. So yeah, but it's still it's still <laughs> That's kind of that's kind of shocking. A, I didn't I didn't think there'd been any clichés in the entire movie, but now I'm finally <laughs> discovering now. Give him hell. You've uncovered one. Yeah. <laughs> but oh, it was like on. give him hell. Yeah. Give him hell 54th, you know, for the 54th battalion yeah, like, or whatever, you know. You're like, you're like a thing. win one for the Gipper. Yeah, yeah. But they're win one for the Gipper. That's from a movie I've never seen. Yeah, yeah. I found myself doing this in the movie where when they were in trouble, uh, Maverick and Rooster, they ran out of ammo. They ran out of flares. <laughs> and uh, and they were um, trying to escape from a MIG behind them. And I just, I think I turned to Marguerite. I said, here comes, uh, here comes Hangman. Of course. <laughs> That's the problem with this movie is like, there's yeah. not, there's not a single surprise in the entire thing. Yeah. Yeah. The only surprise is when the first experimental plane goes down. Well, I've got the biggest surprise of the whole movie in one of my top toms. <laughs> if you're ready oh, for boy. it. I'm ready for whatever you're ready to do, baby. Okay. I only have one top tom left. I have three left. All right, you do one, then I'll do one, and then you could do a double oh, shot. Okay. Unless so, uh, Mike has more, Mike ha- might have more. I'm looking. Yeah. Okay. <laughs> uh, well, I'm, I just I just made the claim. This is the biggest surprise in the whole movie, so I need. I think sure. I need to plow forward with this. Maverick is introduced as the instructor, right? And then the class is like, "Oh my god, it's the old timer from yesterday at the bar." <laughs> yeah, it's that guy, right? Now, that in itself isn't a surprise. We knew this was coming. We knew this was yeah. coming at the bar, right? Yeah. Then he stands up, and he holds up that manual, and he says, this is the manual for your for your fighter jets. Yeah. And they're all like, and he's like, yeah, you got to know it forwards and backwards. They're like, yeah, yeah, we do. We do. And he throws it in the trash. <laughs> that's not a manual. That's not a mic drop. That's a manual drop. He throws it in the trash, right. and everyone in the class and uh, and uh, uh, what's Cyclone, <laughs> Cyclone, and the other guy, the, the guys are like, <gasps> yeah, they're like, they're like, looking. Oh my! Did he just? He didn't just do that. It was like a scene, either from Dead Poet Society, yeah, they tear out pages, or, or MacGruber, like just the, just the off the charts. Audacity, Gall. yeah, yeah. The audacity yeah. that he that, like people couldn't believe that that just happened. That was a good bit, and then the line that after was... that sells it completely. So does the enemy. Yeah, exactly. Right, like the nice. like. Yeah. yeah, we all know this now, but so now, they. now they're paying attention. Yeah, yeah. Now they're like, oh, yeah. this guy's here to teach. <laughs> like this just got real. Yeah, it was oh, all boy. fun and games, but now it's time for the real the deal. Now missing, it's time to get serious. The only thing missing from that scene was a straight up record scratch sound effect. <laughs> yeah, oh, yeah. How much was? Is it, would that be a cruise control? It's too late. It could be. It's too, late, too late, but it could have been. Yeah. Here's a here's a follow up question on that though. The the manual that we're talking about here. Yeah. This is nitpicking a little bit, but was that all the twelve manuals together? 
No. <laughs> and they're they're each like just little thin manuals. That would be great. <laughs> So, they don't even have their own I, copies anymore. Yeah. Yeah, yeah. And he was he was going to pass them out, you know, just as a refresher. But it appears that that thick three inch manual was the all encompassing one manual. And and, so, and 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 here's the thing: once it goes in that bucket, it's not coming out. Yeah, yeah. no way, man. There's no saved copies of that. So. <laughs> that, that thing is trash. Nobody, it, yeah, that that book is done for. There's probably not even a digital copy. It's probably not a PDF of that thing anywhere. All right, Mike. If what there do you is, got? guess who has it? Guess, you know who has that PDF? The enemy. That's right. Over the enemy. Well, the only thing else I can think of, and it was just kind of a cool uh, part of the beginning of the movie when he has to take it to 9.0 or whatever, and then he brings it to 10.0. And then you're thinking, all right, that's good. He can land the plane now, <laughs> you know, but then the maverick in him comes out and it goes to 10.1, 10.2. The overheating happens. But part of me was really happy that he went beyond the, uh, we all the wanted threshold to see it. there. You we know? all wanted <laughs> to see it. We all wanted to see it. <laughs> so, but yeah, that's all I got. We've all, who among us hasn't been in that position? But, but we, but, but we, we had to follow orders. Chris, give us one more of your top toms, then I'll do mine, and then you'll close us right. out. So I have two more. Now we get, you know, the top toms. By the way, what I just want to say, top- hold on, hold on. I just like, every time I, I say do another one, there's a part of me that goes, "What if he says mine? What if he says the one I haven't <laughs> said yet?" And it's a risk I'm willing to take. Go. All right. So. There's definitely one of these on here. Now, now I'm now I feel like I com- I'm compelled to to go after this one because I think this is it. And I want to preface this by saying we are pretty loose with the top. What constitutes a top Tom? And often they're just cool moments that the character made. But this Uh-oh. one in particular is definitely Uh-oh. a top Tom. This is a Tom Cruise Uh-oh. moment. Oh, I'm sweating. And this is the scene. I I think I'm gonna nail it. I think I'm gonna nail it. <laughs> This is Maverick's emotional scene responding to Iceman's computer monitor. Oh, wait a minute. That's oh. not it? Is it I guess it. Keep going. Well, it's just th- that whole scene where they have the conversation and then it's like, you know, the camera's on Tom and then, and, and then uh, Iceman, he types in, I want to talk about work. And then Tom is like, ah, yeah, I don't know. I don't know. You know, and then he, and he points at the screen. And he looks at the screen, and then he's like, and it's back to Tom again. And it's basically just Tom talking, talking, talking. And Iceman is just quiet. And then a lot of, like, a couple of times, he just he just points back at the screen again. He's not even, like, typing anything new this time. And, right. just, and, and so Maverick just keeps going and going and going and just gushing all this, like, emotional, you know. And it's just, like, a really emotional scene acting against, like, you know, no, no, like, Nothing but love for Val Kilmer, but he's just, he's, he's basically just sitting there. Yeah. And it's practically Tom all by himself carrying, you know, doing the heavy lifting of the scene. Yeah. It's Tom yeah. being an actor. It's actor that's a Tom. Top, that's a top Tom. I like it that. And then at the, the end of that scene is when he's, you know, it's a great line from, from uh, Maverick when, uh, and the Maverick's like, guess what? I can Iceman, talk. 
<laughs> well, yeah, what Iceman says, who was who was the better who was the better pilot or something yeah. like that, and then like, don't ruin a bet a nice moment. Yeah, we're yeah. having a nice moment. Let's not ruin it. You know that kind of thing. <laughs> so my top Tom is Iceman related, though. Okay, it's not that moment, but it's Iceman related. Iceman sadly passes from cancer. Uh, is this the bump? There's a big funeral where planes are flying overhead. And Maverick walks up to this coffin. He jams that pin Puts down these wings. And pounds in one shot. And the wings wedge into the coffin. That was dope. And that was my immediate. That's pretty cool. At the top, Tom. I know. One punch. Boom. There's, there's There's a little more to that, I think. Then you might realize, my my co-host. <laughs> I'm listening. I and I, I'm listening. I, I saw my the co-host. I believe there is a pinning ceremony or a ritual or hazing, uh, ritual with the name. It, it might be the Air Force or name, but it, I'm guessing it just reminded me of a thing I saw. I'm not an expert, so please, and I mean no disrespect if I get these details wrong, but there is a point point where pilots earn that pin and and then their uh their classmates or or maybe upperclassmen or something they you know they they pin they pin it on you but they're not just like pinning it to your chest to your to your coat they jam that thing right through your shirt into your chest what real hard that's what that reminded me of um that's I don't sick. know if it's I hey <laughs> I don't know if it's the same branch of the military even that does this. Maybe it's like a West Point thing. I don't know. This you know, may be not, disrespect. This I, feel like I'm being can- I feel like I'm being canceled as we speak. <laughs> I don't think you are. I think I am by saying, uh, that's sick. I've never heard of that. But then that's again, I'm not an expert. <laughs> if you could if you could jam a pin into your own friend's chest. What are you capable of? That's well. Again, it's like it was. It was. It was presented as if it's like a, a bit of a hazing ritual. That's and sick. they really and they and like in the footage I saw, it was like they really. It's not just like okay, we we just like one little pound. It's like they're just like on top of this guy, full body weight on your chest, pushing this pin into you. I you know okay, because, I just figured out because, what's going on because hey, we're all on the same side here, and I need you to to save. I just save figured out my what's back. Go- I just figured out what's going on. First, I want to come out and say. I'm against hazing, but that's my, that's Unless my policy it's position. Unless it's purple. Unless it's purple. A purple haze is a whole different thing, man. Here's what I think has happened, because I think you're confusing. I'm confusing purple haze with purple rain. Go no, on. No. You have this idea in your head that the events of a few good men and the hazing and the code red are some sort of like traditional hazing ritual. That's it. That's not That's what it. it is. You're right. That General McAfee was, he was a maverick. He went rogue and ordered a code red on this kid. You're damn right. I don't think did. that's common practice. <laughs> I don't think maybe, I mean, you know, it might be more common practice than we realize. I have one more top Tom. Let's hear it. My man. If, if you're, if, if you're finished, cause I interrupted your finished. Is- I interrupted yours and I kind of ruined it. I kind of tanked the whole podcast. You didn't I, ruin anything. I almost feel I'm, like I should. I should. Uh, we should just edit this whole that whole chunk out. 
Nope. All right. This is back to more of a Maverick, but it's still a Tom playing Tom Maverick. Tom is Maverick. So. Hey, Tom Cruise plays Maverick. This is back to the first scene when he takes that jet out before Ed Harris can show up. Yeah. And Ed Harris. Ed Harris. Ed Harris. Ed Harris. Ed Harris. Ed Harris. Kane. Admiral Kane. Gets out of his car because he sees it's a, you know, it's like taxing them. He sees what's happening. He gets out of his car and he's standing there and then Maverick flies right over his head. Yeah. And like the wind just up against Ed Harris's body. And then you cut to like, you cut to Maverick in the, in the, uh, the cockpit. And he's got this look on his face as he looks over his shoulder back the way this cockpit is built, there is absolutely no way he can see behind him. He's flying. He's flying so fast. He's got to be like a mile away at that point. And Ed Harris never even turns around. In, so every, one of these, in every one of these flying scenes, they keep turning. I'm like, how? Yeah. There's no way there's any peripheral vision on like, they're looking <laughs> well, back. Like they can see anything, but they can't, yeah. they can because like that, their cockpits on the fighter jets are, like all the way glass all around or transparent, but the so they do have behind them pretty. Yeah, high. but so, um, but if they do turn, and they, they can't. There is on. all of this is true, but in that stealth in the Dark Star, that oh no, the Dark Star was a, was a rocket ship. Yeah, yeah. There's no way he can he can like unless he's like looking out like a, a rear view mirror on they the side. Have, but I don't a, know. I don't know if it had any control. of those. I think that's a cruise control. There should be rear view mirrors I, on that dark star. I would think. That, I would think maybe there's maybe there's camera monitors or something. That would make sense. Although maybe maybe they didn't build those in yet. They're just still just testing to see if the thing can fly at Mach nine, and then they'll put the cameras in it. Smart. That's smart thinking. All right. So wait. Hey, on what that is the, on that Tom scene though, Chris? On wait, that scene that when I was just saying on that scene when the flyby or when Tom Cruise takes off and. And Ed Harris is standing there in the, on sort of near the runway. The wind comes and yeah. creates, you know. And then there's something on the left of the screen. I noticed that, <laughs> like the roof comes off a little yeah. bit. I don't know what it is, but it's something visibly a raises canopy, up, perhaps it's like a shotgun shack. It's like a shotgun something. shack. Yeah, but yeah. some roof is lifted in some. You, know, you might find yourself living in one of those someday. You might find yourself <laughs> living in one of those. Uh, I read some trivia about that. That roof was not supposed to come off. Okay. But they only they were only had time to do that shot once, and they're like, "We're leaving it in." Got it. Why, well, why wasn't it supposed to come off? I mean, it only kind of added to the. Right. I don't disagree, but I don't think that was planned. It wasn't an intentional effect. You know. You know, you know why? You know why? You know why it happened? They were really flying that tower, plane, baby. They were really <laughs> flying that plane. That's they right, really flying that plane. They did buzz the tower. By the way, speaking of buzz the tower, was that a buzz the tower at the end there with a, 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 a at John Ham? Right, right before, right before he lands the uh, stolen enemy jet, does he do a tower buzz? No, I don't think so because they had like no landing gear. That thing was just like a we just got to land this. Hey, uh, last thing. time I checked, buzzing the tower doesn't require you to have landing gear. I know. I think at that point they're just like, let's land this thing. But well, you guys you're saw thinking it twice, like somebody I once. Yeah. Now you're thinking I, like I someone think it, who's not a maverick. I think it may have been a like a 
I think it may have been a flyby or, or a buzz, or whatever. It may have been that, but he did. Whoever was in the tower did not have coffee in his hand. Yeah, and didn't spill. There's definitely a shirt. look of annoyance on John. Yeah, Hamm. yeah. Oh, there that is. guy was annoyed at everything. <laughs> well, he did give Maverick the acknowledgement, facial expression, <laughs> upon the completion of that mission, and everybody got out of their jets. That's true. And he looked did at each other, acknowledgement, facial expression, lovingly. Even got a uh, a strong is that manly. All the, is that all the top toms? Uh, I'm gonna add that's one all, real quick I, since since I'm since I'm heading in here. I'm I'm heading in for this landing. I want to stick this landing. All right, where, where uh, Maverick and Rooster have their exchange. Thank you for saving my life. It's what my father would have done. And then they hug like really hard. They hug. Arms tightly wrapped around each other, but still clenched fists. So it's sure. not gay. <laughs> that's pretty good. <laughs> I feel like that's the I first time I've ever caught you off guard. <laughs> I mean, I kind of saw it coming, but you still you hear it and it's real. <laughs> all right. So is that that's all it, the top toms? That's Mike, it. Do you have something? No, I'm looking, but I think I mentioned all mine. But right. the Tom ones Tom's. that you guys mentioned are awesome. We're going out. Mike, who's the godfather of soul? Oh. James Brown. <laughs> hey, look, Chris, it's been a while. Your timing is a little off. It's, uh, it's yeah. all right. It's all right. You can't I feel right confident. He, he, Mike knew the answer to that question, though. Of course he knew. Actually, I think I think we covered that even. Um, you we know, covered that during the sound check session. before the show at some point. Yeah, yeah. during the sa- during sound check, we covered that. <laughs> yeah. We covered uh, that uh, material. Uh, we have completed our segments, but I have one more lagging note. That I have one more thing written down, prepared. Hanks a lot. Is it Hanks a lot? Because I'm throwing in a Hanks a lot. I'll do it again. Hanks a lot. <laughs> You know it's, Hanks a lot, Mike? Did I you don't. Ever hear Hanks a lot? I did not. I'll tell you. <laughs> what, Chris? I'll tell you. It's not a Hanks. My my note is not a Hanks a lot, but it is a hangs a lot. Oh, it refers right. to Hangman. Well, Hanks a lot. Just to continue to do what I do, which is interrupt the flow of everything. <laughs> Here's the bit in Hanks a lot. You have to replace one actor in this movie. With Tom Hanks, who do you replace? Huh. Let's see, you guys already have your answers. No, I, I hadn't oh. thought about it until I hit the button on this, this, this soundboard. This, this, this is although this is a recurring segment, I have put no forethought into this. So Me we're all on neither. the same page right now. Yeah, and are we th- are we talking current Tom Hanks or Tom Hanks of any age? Any age, but I mean, current might be funnier, but any age. Yeah, yeah. Like I feel like current Tom Hanks playing fanboy would just be like a weird like wait what's yeah, happening yeah. right now? Yeah, that that would be weird. It would be weird if Tom Hanks played the role of Penny. Oh, it I would just be figured weird out if who Tom I want. Hanks right. played the role here's of my, Amelia. Here's my Tom Hanks. Here's who I'm putting in as Tom. I'm Tom Hanks to be the guy at the bar when Maverick shows up looking for Penny, but she's gone. And he just comes <laughs> out of the kitchen. I want, yeah, yeah. I want that just that moment of like, wait, what, what's happening? And it's yeah. Tom Hanks. He's like, oh no, she's she's uh she's away. That's my Hanks a lot. 
my my Tom Hanks would be in the uh, bar after Maverick crashes and walks in and asks for that water. Oh. Maybe Tom Hanks is the person that's like gives him the water or something like that. <laughs> so doesn't even say anything; just hands him the water. Yeah, yeah, yeah. speaking role. <laughs> yeah, right. yeah. I, I think I've solved what would be the most seamless swap in this movie. Hondo. Hondo? No, no, not Hondo. The guy that's John. that's with John Hamm. What was yeah. what was that character's Warlock. name? Warlock. Warlock. Because yeah, Warlock awesome. is he's he's clearly on Maverick's side the whole, from from start to finish. Right. He's a little bit yep. of comic relief in a way, like his response, like his smirks and responses to everything. As every, I feel like that's good. Call. See Tom Hanks good easily call, sliding yeah. into that, pulling off the same. You know, kind of, I don't know, comic relief, uh, facial expressions. And it's cer- like, <laughs> it's certainly a more substantial part than Mike and I have given him. <laughs> <laughs> I was thinking Warlock, but then I was thinking, yeah, I, I need it to be a little, little different. You know, so Tom well, Hanks is a Hanks versatile alone. actor and he can he play is. many a different role well. <laughs> that's a Hanks. All the, no, Hanks a lot. <laughs> oh, you had something else to say? Say, say. Uh, I, I'm, I was done. Thanks a lot. You're welcome. <laughs> no problem. So now, let's talk. Let's talk about Hangman. Glenn we'll Powell about, as we'll Hangman. Talk about, we'll talk about Hangs a lot. Who before the movie started? I do we have the movie? I, have... Saw it, I don't. I don't have a Hangs a lot. I'm sorry. Okay. Before the before I saw the movie, I said, "This dude's going to steal this movie. This kid. This kid's going to be the star of the movie." I don't know if that was entirely true. But I think that guy is great. He was on a show called Scream Queens, and he's hilarious in it. But let's get into Hangman. All right. Well, I was just, I found him distracting because he bears a striking resemblance to a guy Greg and I both know, who is a comic book editor of note named Mike Martz. Disagree. Hard disagree. Every time... Every time he's on on screen and he's got that smug smile on his face... You know, talking smack. I'm like, that's Mike Martz right there. Except Mike Martz, uh, he's not a, he's not smug, but that smile is like that's that's that guy, man. All right, I will grant you they have a similar mouth smile structure, but I and never head in, and eyes and ears and face. No, it's a hard entire, disagree. Hundred percent disagree. Every time oh, he's we on screen, I'm like, yeah, that's there he is. No. This I'm gonna again hard disagree. Well, looks like it looks like it doesn't hangs a lot after all. I mean, I'd say Mike could judge, but I don't think Mike. Yeah, Mike's knows. never met the guy. Never. I met don't the know guy. Mike Martz. It doesn't you'd look like do, uh, you'd have to do recaps for me, then I can judge. But you don't have to do <laughs> yeah. that for this show. Well, just know <laughs> that Chris thinks it's true, and I disagree hard. Got it. Well, is this is this Hangman section like? Uh, something different like what what's no we talked about, about? hang we, we've talked about hangman in every episode of this show <laughs> okay <laughs> that's that's not true the hanks a lot is and then mike, on the spot on. i reckon mike i think understood that i was joking yeah yeah, yeah. but I he's did. still trying the- to piece together like how do we get here right hanks a lot to hangs a lot pretty much yeah yeah <laughs> pretty much yeah uh, I just had a thought. 
is the game he was playing to get arthritis kangaroo? No, I'm I'm like uh, struggling now to. Kid he mentioned Icarus. what about he Kid mentioned Icarus? the game? Is it no, Techno? Is it Tech Mobile? Oh, Tech Mobile. No, no. If Joust, it'll, co- Joust it'll come. It'll It's got to be a. It's, it's it's a new. I'm assuming it's a new game because you said this kid's twelve. So this it's it's 12. not going to be a game you or I have ever heard of, Greg. Pokemon. I think it's something we've all heard of for some reason. But Call of it's Duty not coming to my memory. No, no Call of Duty. Yeah, it's it's not related about, to any. What about kind Mario of, Kart? No, no. Su- um, Super Smash Bros. Lego Batman. Thank you. We'll see you all again. Sleep tight. <laughs>